Hello everyone, and welcome to what is a very special episode of Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot. I'm not your usual host and DM, Adam, although he is here. The bells, they are a-jingling, the halls, they are decked, and the elves labour furiously in their sweatshops to meet Amazon, I mean Santa's, brutally high quotas. (laughs) Yes, Christmas is upon us, and what better way to celebrate than with some D&D? Oh yeah. Yep. This is the first of our Christmas special episodes, which have nothing to do with either Christmas or the main campaign. Instead, we've decided to do something a little unusual, and we're playing a short two to three episode campaign in an entirely separate homebrew universe, one of my devising. I'm Matt Dennis, and I'll be your host and DM for your introduction to this brave new world. So sit back, relax with a mug of mulled wine or eggnog, and get ready for some shenanigans. I'm joined tonight by my usual compatriots, Adam Cookson, Flo Dennis and James Bunkle. But we also have a very special guest with us tonight. Maggie will be joining us for the duration of this campaign. Say hi, everyone. Hello. How are we doing? So to begin, I'll give you a little background to the world and then we'll dive straight in. So in this world, magic has basically dwindled and died to something, something virtually unrecognisable from what it was before. Kind of in the beginning, elves understood magic they were the first race they managed to tease the magic out of the forest weave and entwine it with their beings and it bestowed upon them long and unnatural lifespans and heightened senses then the dwarves came who couldn't handle magic in the same way they found it in the minerals underground and they learned how to harness it and to imbue inanimate objects with its power this allowed them to forge great artifacts all the all the races would find magic in their own way the gnomes, like the dwarves, managed to weave it into objects. The halflings, kind of by accident really, bound it into their food. The orcs drawn its darker side and enhanced their physical strength and constitution. But then came the humans, and they couldn't bind magic to themselves, craft it or use it anyway. With their short lifespans and rapid growth and reproduction, instead they proved a useful growing source of labour to the elder races. They were treated no more no better than slaves and for many centuries they toiled while the elder races grew lazy and then a few tribes of men managed to break away from this life of servitude and they settled by the sea in a place known as Blackhaven. there they began to train for war and a few who'd been changed by this life of servitude and by this closeness and perhaps maybe a little bit of interbreeding with the elder races even managed to grasp the very basics of magic then they were united under a great chieftain, and they began a campaign of emancipation, taking the elven and dwarven land by force, freeing those they could, and burning and pillaging settlements. An alliance of the elder races was formed, and at a place called Solstagen, a great battle was fought. The ancient races had magic, but the humans had sheer weight of numbers and hundreds of years of servitude to avenge. The battle was long and bloody costing the lives of Hadlan, the human leader, and the great elven and dwarven kings, but ultimately, the humans prevailed. The Victorian humans banned magic for all other races but them, and burned all the ancient books on its use, save a few they deemed to be useful to their scholars. Over the centuries, the knowledge of magic was lost by the elves and dwarves and other elder races. Human civilizations wore and grew, and by the end, by the 1700s, the majority of all races were under the direct control of the Albion Empire. Their current monarch, Empress Constantine II, presides over the largest single empire the world has ever seen. Covers a huge area, 
almost a third of the world's landmass, and its navy rules the seas and oceans. Rapid industrialization has forced unprecedented growth in the cities, and humans, dwarves and elves have flocked to the overflowing municipalities in search of work as older trades are overtaken by machinery. In the streets, racial tensions run high. So the city's a tinderbox, and the spark's already been lit. One week ago, on the 14th of Leafall, in the year of the gods, 1876, the widow, Elizabeth Bleakwell, was found murdered in her home. The fact that she'd been seen arguing with Arne Twilight, an elf who did odd jobs around her street only a week before, was enough for the police to charge him. Yesterday, despite a lack of evidence, he was found guilty. The day after tomorrow, the sentencing is due to take place. The elves, galvanised by their charismatic activist, Raphael Sarethi, are planning a march on the Grand Court to coincide with this. The dwarves under Carl Iontooth are on the fence, but may join the elves as a show of solidarity. The Human League, under their leader, Alf Skaggins, are planning a countermarch to intercept with the elves. The results are likely to be bloody and violent. The Metropolitan Police are aware of this, but lacking officers, they've issued an emergency order and put out notices asking all upstanding citizens to report to their local police station to be sworn in as special constables. They don't have particularly high hopes of recruiting quality individuals, but desperate times call for desperate measures. An eclectic bunch respond to the call, and about 20 arrive at Rutland's Green Police Station in a poorer but respectable neighbourhood. Among these are four individuals of note. These would be Grigori Haskell. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't decided if I'm doing a voice of this guy or not. It's just going to be me. Slightly tired and older sounding me. That'll probably do. (laughs) Just introduce yourself, Grigori. Uh, Yes. Uh, So Grigori is a human wizard. Uh, You're doing this in third person? Yeah, totes. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) I am a human wizard. (laughs) Uh, He is, you know, a bit past middle age. He's like 54 years old, 5'8". Got uh, that salt and pepper hair going on, you know. A bit more pepper than salt, but, you know, getting old there, getting up there. Um, In general, just to kind of give you a little background, he's a professor at the local university. University known as, uh, known as Hakorod College, the College of Thermatology and the Esoteric Arts. And yeah, that's kind of him. The only, uh, I guess, super defining trait is he doesn't really believe in magic despite being a wizard. More specifically, he thinks magic is basically just science. So everything he does, he doesn't like say magic words. He says formulae and like equations and that's how he casts his spells. Uh, only other things, he's got a nice, thick, bushy beard, and he wears a kind of tan robe. But it's it's more like a jacket than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry, Adam's really going to hate me by the end of this, because I'm going to give him so much to edit out. Oh, I ain't going to nothing. Nothing. It's, it's fine, nothing. In. I'll never nothing. be invited back. But no. I, I, have, I have noticed that um, all your characters, Adam, seem really American. Oh, <laughs> He, he he just likes to go American when he gets on a podcast. It's just yeah, he how, he how he rolls. I get more British, he gets American. You're just trying to get more <laughs> listeners from across the pond. Exactly. You have to make everyone feel welcome. He's, he's speaking yeah, transatlantic great. English. Yeah. <laughs> like but, yeah. all movie stars. <laughs> um, okay. yeah, that's Gregory. That's Gregory. Uh, and Burlington Jeff Jefferson. 
Yeah. Hi, guys. Um, yeah. My character is Burlington Jefferson, but known to his friends as Jeff. Um, basically, he's a monk. He's only 22, about 5'10". Bit on the skinny side, though, 160 pounds. Bald, but does have a beard. Interestingly for this world, though, he is a half-elf. But because he's come from a monastery, it's never been kind of told to him what that means. So as far as he's concerned, he's human and acts like a human. And that's also why his name is a human name rather than an elvish name. Um, he's wearing, you know, standard monk robes, really. But a bit of his background is basically he's always been told he's the best at everything. And he fully believes it. He believes in every delusion of grandeur he's ever been told. Even though he absolutely sucks at some things, he was always <laughs> told he was still amazing, so he still believes it. And, yeah, that's, that's him, basically. He, he, loves, sound, he loves himself. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he sounds like a porn star, so I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, the only other thing to really note is he does have a beard, um, but again, this is more to again blending with humans than you know, and how an elf would. Is it actually a real beard, or is he just like stuck it on? It is a real beard, but it's not. I would describe it as not particularly great, even though <laughs> slightly long. It's just kind of scraggly a bit. So like face pubes, basically. Uh, yeah, like like uh, like uh, like our friend in year seven. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> who, who I will not name. Which who knows? If, if, yeah, if he's listening, he knows who he is. Uh, <laughs> I apologise. I am the in joke guy. So. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, and designation five one three eight zero zero eight, otherwise known as Bob. Hello, I am playing Bob today. Um, I'm a. Uh, my brain has fucking gone i'm a ward forged yeah edit that out um i'm from the mechanical infantry so from years past there was a magic like mighty well loads of wars anyway so i'm just under 100 years old um so i am a color sergeant in the army well i was a color sergeant in the army now on retirement um the last time i fought battle a load of people died. All my friends died. There was only a thousand warforged infantry made, and so far I'm the only one that I know about. So um, I was made by a mixture of the dwarves and and loads of um, loads of uh, people from the universities and all the rest of it. Um, made out of wood and metal and basic just anything shit just trapped into a into a cool looking person not dude person yeah so that's me you are you are genderless bob yes i am mm. uh and finally last but not least sunglasses at night otherwise known as night yeah so my character is uh, very traditionally named for a tabaxi um she doesn't know where she's come from, but she knows what she's looking for. Uh, when she was young, she was taken care of by a human who taught her a little bit about the world, enough to know never to trust another human. Um, and the human helped her find a name that was in keeping with her own kind. 
Um, so she's seven foot tall. Uh, she has green eyes and red fur. Um, and she leads a solitary existence. But as there are rumours of great things to be learned in Blackhaven, she's convinced herself that she needs to go there. Um, and she wants to blend in and earn the respect of those around her. And she reckons that being a special constable should help her. So she's here to unravel the secrets. Blackhaven. Interesting. Yes, a very eclectic bunch of individuals have entered. So I'm going to start now. So as you enter, as you're entering into this police station, Rutland's Green, you see a large but clean but quite worn room with sort of benches behind you and a desk facing you. Behind the desk are doors which presumably lead to the rest of the police station. Sitting at the desk is a large, ruddy-faced sergeant. There's a queue of about six people in front of the desk. Most look like they're here for the special constable job. The majority would probably struggle to pass for upstanding. And a couple are barely standing. <laughs> at, the, um, at the head is a worried-looking elderly lady. You can't hear her from where you're stood, but the bluff sergeant's voice travels easily. Yes, I understand, Miss Miller, but I'm sure Boots will come back on his own very soon. And as I told you last time, this isn't really a police matter. <sighs> look, if he's still not back by tomorrow, come back and see me and we'll see what we can do. But look, we've got a queue for him in now and I really need to get on. The lady moves away, still looking worried, and he greets the next person in the queue. You're here for the special constable job, right? Okay. Name? Sign here. Okay. Take a seat. The inspector will be out presently. Next. And soon enough, it's your turn. So... You wander up. Who? Uh, all, all, all of all of you are kind of together. So who's going to go first? Oh, before we go up, you said there's like a lot of people side about, and some of them look kind of like mm, thuggish, ragamuffin, like criminal types. Can I like give a quick perception? I want to see if any of them looks particularly dangerous. Or... Uh, yeah, of course you can. Do you want to make a roll? I do indeed. Okay, and that's a twenty-nine. Hmm. Fair. Do you get a? Are you you get it? You just rolling once, or are you getting a? Uh, a I forgot to swap my thing. Sorry that. Okay, so that yeah, this first roll all matter. So twenty nine. Yep. Yeah, so you you kind of take a very long, careful look around the room, studying each individual's face. You notice that a few of them are pretty thuggish. They look like they're here probably as an excuse to beat people up under under sort of legitimate premises. Um, but none of them look immediately threatening to you. I mean, a couple of them have, have sort of eyed, eyed up your clothing, but they've also wisely recognised that you're, you seem to be one of the few people who can use magic in the city, and they probably don't want to risk it. Nobody really has a good understanding of what magic does in this world, so a sort of hint of trepidation. Um, and they're sort of eyeing you carefully, but kind of side-eye. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll walk up if anyone else is coming with me. Yeah. Yeah, you're. I'm saunter with you. Like, yeah. Hmm. Um, Go on then. I um. Oh, I didn't mention this. I've got like a walking stick, like a hiking stick. That's effectively my quarterstaff, but it looks like I just use it to walk. So I. Uh, go up to the sergeant. Morning. Morning there. Are you here for the special constable job? Uh, yes, yes I am. All right then. Well, sign here. Certainly, certainly. Yeah. Um, right. Difference. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Right. Well. Yep. You, you're done. Go take a seat over there. Uh, next. 
Hello? Bloody hell. Yes? Uh, are, are you what, are you here for the special constable job? Why else would I be standing here? You might be reporting a crime, I don't know. Are you uh, here for the special constable job? It depends what it is. Well, look, it's 10 gold a day. The inspector will explain more later. If you're in, that's great. If not, we got plenty of other people. All right, where do I sign up? Just just, just here, and be, be careful with that pencil. I snapped the pencil. <laughs> he, he kind of looks at you dejected, like it's very possible that that pencil comes out of his wages. And he reaches down, and he picks up another pencil, and he goes, please don't break another. I will try. I snapped that one. Right, good enough. Go sit down. <laughs> next. He's kind of got his head in his hands a little bit there. Just next. Hello. Uh, can I help you? Uh, I'm here for the special constable job. Okay. Um, this well, is the not... right place, right? This is the right place. This is Rutland Green's police station. Love, um, uh, I love, man, love. Uh, ma'am. I, I, I don't know what. Uh, I've never come across a one of you before. Look, <laughs> My do you apologies. Want me or not? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, oh, more the merrier. Come on, sign there then. Where? Uh, on this bit of paper here, the the one that everyone else is signing. I suppose. Okay. All right. Right. Great. Next. Oh, is it so this? far, this is the strangest day of this man's life. Yeah, it is yeah, completely the strangest day of his life. He's seen like uh, a like six foot warforge and then a seven foot tabaxi come in. I've, I've just realised <laughs> the massive flaw in my prep, which is that I don't know if tabaxi have thumbs. I think uh, they do. So I don't know. If I, I can I, pick I'm up a pencil. It's going to be difficult to use weapons if you don't. So unless you've got like prosthetic thumbs. Uh, to be fair, cats, cats have thumbs. So some cats do have thumbs. Yeah, my yeah. cat cannot sign. <laughs> we haven't tried to be honest have you tried yet give it a pen you might be surprised we'll test him out after this yeah um yeah okay so next so it's at this point i'm gonna have stayed back a little bit and watched everybody else go and sign i'm just gonna strut over like dude i heard you're looking for the finest people well i am the finest i'll take that pencil i'm gonna spin the pencil around in my hand and drop it because i'm a dick <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, totally meant to do that. And hold my hand out, waiting for him to give me the pencil back. Uh, Whilst I face palm. I think I, we were just going to settle for upstanding citizens, actually. I think finest is probably asking a bit much. So, but look, we're short of hands. So go on then, sign there. Oh. Trust me, you know you want me. I'll say uh, Grigori can read lips, and he sat at the back, like reading this conversation. Like, what the fuck? So, the the the, the police sergeant, uh, you see, once once you go and you you've signed, yep. he just goes, he just sort of looks around him, and he just throws his hands up, and he just walks to the back door, sticks his head through, and goes, "I need a fucking break." <laughs> <laughs> Someone else point... come out the front here now. <laughs> I'm gonna strut over to the rest of the guys. Big cheesy grin on my face. It's like, sub dudes. Um, 
think uh, my tail is wagging anx- anxiously. Grigori just like raises an eyebrow at you. Uh, I don't know. And then I look up. <laughs> Not the talkative bunch. Okay then. Well, don't worry. I'm the finest. I thought I could uh, cut this, but I just want to scratch his face off. <laughs> <laughs> Roll an attack. <laughs> Your claws. Save that for next time. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so about half an hour passes and a man strides into the room. He's tall with a thin face and curly black hair. And I'll move an icon into the room for you there, but to be fair, you know. He doesn't look anything like how I've described him. In fact, I will show you a picture of him right now. Is there room? I was going to say... Yeah, yeah Matt. Yeah, well, no, oh, we can't say fuck all. Yeah, let, just, let me just show you the room then. <laughs> That'd be nice. There we go. You're in the room now. <clears throat> so can you see this guy just popped up in front of you? So, oh, that guy, yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, so this this is the guy who walks into the room. The, the, the purple one or the brown one? Purple one. Brown is me. Brown. Oh, yeah, oh right. You. Sorry, yeah. If I show this to you guys, can you see it? As I just made a uh, an icon appear in the center of the screen or not? Do I need to no. give it, put it in put it in your inventories to show you? You need to put it in all of our inventories and then hit show. Ooh. Can uh, you see it now? Yeah, yeah, so that's the guy who's just wandered into the room. An outstanding man. Yes. So top hat and yeah, he's wearing a smart, not not expensive but clean suit. So he rubs his. Go on. Sorry, I was going to say, how long did you say we were waiting? About half an hour, so not not too long really. Uh, Just while so the rest rest of the people in the group have kind of been signed in and stuff, and obviously he's been doing something else, and he's finally had time to come and speak to you all. Gregory is just like tapping his like walking stick, kind of like irritatedly and as yeah. this guy kind of approaches up he's just like are you aware that I've been waiting over half an hour I have very important things to be getting back to well then perhaps so who are you perhaps you should go back to them then my name is Inspector Faulkner I'm about to address the other recruits if you'd like to take a seat mm. he like sits down in like a harumph so as I just told this gentleman here my name is Inspector Faulkner as I'm sure you're all aware this city is about to reach boiling point. The Met is th- spread thin enough as it is, and this bad business with this trial has stirred up a whole mess of trouble we simply don't have the manpower to police. This is why my superiors, in their infinite wisdom, have decided to open the doors to special constables. And you can see the distaste which he pronounces the words. Such as yourselves. You are not police officers. You will only patrol the streets in groups under the supervision of one of my officers. You are to follow their orders to the letter, and you are to do exactly as they tell you. Right. Collect your badges and trenches from the desk, Sergeant, on your way out. Oh, and he pauses for a second. And he looks over all the officers, and he settles, his gaze settles on each of you four for slightly longer than the rest. You, 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 and you, wait here. So the rest filter out, gradually get up, they're all, you know, interesting bunch of characters, but they all go and collect their badges and truncheons and they kind of filter out. So he waits until they've gone. Again, look, you know, in in a similar kind of way to Grigori looking slightly pissed that that it took quite a long time. It's the same kind of expression, really, that these people are taking far too long. 
<laughs> and he turns and he addresses you. You are a strange group to have responded to this notice. I'd like to ask why you four, of all people, want to help the city out in its hour of need. I've helped the city out many times. If you want to see my badge, and I show him the badge that mm. I won from my previous fights, you can it, see that I'm quite a service. Interesting. I haven't actually come across one of you before, but I remember reading about you in my history lessons. And a colour sergeant to boot. Indeed. Mm. Yes, having a warforge on our side will be very useful. Excellent. Time me up. The, the rest of you? Grigori uh, looks at him again and goes, I'm here to ensure that no damage comes to the university. Well, I can see that would be an honourable task, but perhaps I might have something of even more need to the city to ask of you, but I'll ask the others why they're here as well too. Well, it's a position of respect, and I'm a respectable person. Well, yes, I've also not come across a tabaxi before, although, again, I've read about you in my geography lessons. You you won't find many of your kin in the city, but if you're willing to, well, risk yourself for it, then I'll gladly take your, um, your assistance. Good, good. And you... He kind of looks at Jeff, with who I assume can only assume has got a big grin on his face at this point. He does. Quite simply, my friend, I am the finest. I've been sent by my monastery to come to your aid. And, of course, they said you needed the finest. That's me, Marlin. Um... The finest at what, exactly? Everything. You know, the guys, you know, they tell me at one time, you know, I punched a dragon, just one punch, boom, killed it. I, of course, don't remember it. You know, they just said, you kind of, like, blacked out, and then all of a sudden, boom, like, dragon was gone, and then I woke up. I have no memory. But i got to believe them, because I'm the finest. Well... I have it on reasonably good authority that the last dragon was killed about a thousand years ago. So, unless you're significantly older than you look, I do have to doubt that story. Hey, gotta trust a monk. Um, not sure I do, but <sighs> slim pickings and all that. Listen, I have a special task for you for. I think that, well... For one thing, no one's going to believe you're, you four are special constables. What? The only tabaxi in the city, a warforged ex-soldier, a wizard, and whatever you are. So, I'm for this lot. I'm just me. Respectable tabaxi. I'm sure you... I, I am sure you are. Just to point this out, I'm the finest. Can, can You're also you at the bottom of a well. Can one of you <laughs> shut him up, please? Um, listen. I literally go to shut him up. Like, put my <laughs> hand over his mouth. Listen, I will give you each a badge, so you are special constables, but you're only to use it if you need to, or to identify yourselves to other officers. I need to find out more about this protest. 
what the elves are planning, what the human league are planning, and whether the dwarves will come in support of the elves or not. Needless to say, officers aren't exactly welcome in certain parts of the city at the moment. So people who are working for the police, but who are not the police, would be very useful to us. Much more useful than you would be out patrolling with the, well, whatever scum of the city have decided to accept this notice because either they're short of 10 gold or they want the ability to smack someone over the head with a truncheon without being getting in trouble. So I need you to go and speak to Alf Skaggins of the Human League. They're the species of scum who beat up hardworking elves and halflings on their way home from work. He usually frequents the old boar and shank street with his cronies. I need you to find out from him exactly what route him and his thugs are going to be taking when they're trying this counter-protest of theirs. Whereabouts they'll be meeting the elves and if they have any horrible surprises planned. The elves themselves, they've been stirred up with this chap Raphael Serethi. He owns a tailor shop on Cavendish Avenue. Very well-to-do and he's a well-thought-out member of the elven community. You'll find he's softly spoken, but don't let that fool you. He's a real firebrand for elf rights. Again, I need you to find out from him exactly what route the elves will be taking. Funnily enough, they haven't filed an official sanction from the police to get a proper protesting rights. But I'm pretty sure he's he's a wise man and he will have planned a sensible route. We just need to know where they're going to insect with the humans. And finally... I need to speak to one of the dwarf community leaders. Now, most want to stay well out of this business. They have no particular love for the elves and no particular love for the humans. But if any are to get involved, my money's on Carl Irontooth. He's always been sympathetic to the woes of his elven neighbours. And he has a shop. Well, a factory, really. Irontooth Industries. If you go and find those people, find out what they know and report back to me. We should have some kind of idea what's going to happen when this protest kicks off. Can I insight check this man? Absolutely. Twenty-three. Well, you you get a pretty good insight of this guy. He seems pretty much a hundred percent genuine. Mm. Uh, he's he is a you know he's a career policeman. You can tell he's kind of he's being very polite, but he's pretty much at his wits' end over all this. Everyone's working double shifts. He probably hasn't been home to whatever home he has for a long time you can you can just see in his eyes that he's been pretty much living in his office um while all this mess has been kicking off okay uh gregory then will just sort of nod along after he finishes speaking so fine that sounds sounds like a better <laughs> job than i was expecting all right well to the old barn then on uh, shank street anyone know the way to shank street i expect more money for this well the city does not pay very well, as I'm sure you're aware, having served it many years ago. Yes, but you're asking us to do special duties. Look, we'll see what information you get back, and perhaps we'll be able to negotiate. I have an offer, if you're not going to pay us more. How about this? Anything we find while searching that is not pertinent or any case you're working on, we get to keep. I thought that was just part deal anyway. Always best to confirm. Um, usually, no, that would be called theft. What? However, in these instances, the city doesn't have any more money, really. Perhaps I can negotiate a bonus for you, but that'll mean talking to my 
damn superior officers. So as it stands, look, well, we'll look the other way for any kind of borrowing of equipment that won't be missed, shall we say. Excellent. And as I'm sure you're aware, any magical implements, <laughs> magical, they, that we find during our uh, duties as constables will, of course, be confiscated by myself as part of the university. Well, look, we we need a report for any magical items we find around the city. We need to investigate them thoroughly, as I'm sure you're aware from the university's rules and regulations that we follow. That's fine. I'll send through the TPS report as usual, but I will keep it. Very well. Oh, I then realise that I still have my hand over the halfling's mouth <laughs> and remove it. Half elf. <laughs> Halfling. Half elf. Is he like know. blue at this point? <laughs> Well, I didn't cover up his nose. I was going to say, I was, I'm assuming that you just had your hand over my mouth, but not my nose. Yeah. <laughs> no, in my, head, she, in my head, she was just choking you for the last like, minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's too involved in your own magical world. So at this point, I'm just going to look at Bob and be like, I don't know what you are. I'm Bob. Nice to meet you, Bob. I'm Hello. Jeff. How about we do something at the old bone on Shang Street? Ah, yes, let's go. Don't use hanging around here. So you guys are going to head straight to the first place on the list, yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right with it. I can't remember any I hope things. somebody has written down all the quests. Well, so I decided to do something that Matt's going to hate me for. I picked up a feat called Keen Mind, and you can accurately recall anything you have seen or heard within the past month. Okay. Nice. So I will just repeat back to you then. <laughs> but it, 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 I mean, it wouldn't hurt to make some goddamn notes. Come on. I did. I did. I wrote. I wrote down old bone on Shank Street, and then I got bored. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the old bore. That's old probably my me, me, me being a little bit unclear on the mic. Yeah, the old bore. Uh, um, how apt. You probably said yeah. bore, and I wrote bone anyway. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so I've actually you you will be able to see a city map, uh, full city map. There doesn't really show you anything at all because most of you don't know anything about the city. However, no uh, there's a there's a full city map with districts there that um, Grigori can should be able to see. Yep. Uh, and if you download that, you can zoom in and stuff. Unfortunately, uh, Roll Twenty doesn't let you zoom in very far. Now. It kind of doesn't matter too much to you right now, but there's a there's a little black dot in St Cuthbert's you can see, um, that is um, this is where the old boar is. Can, can we all see the district or just? Uh, no, because you don't know anything about the city really, unless you. How how long have you been here for? Okay, that's very clever. Thank you. Is all right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how about me? Uh, yo, yep, that's very true. You you Dick do you you've been here for a little while, Bob. So I will let you. see. A little while. Point. Yeah, about a hundred years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How's your memory doing, Bob? Yeah, there you My are, Bob. My memory is amazing since I'm fucking invincible. Yeah, so, well, <laughs> I'm not sure machines, about that. You know? <laughs> oh, it's really, it's going to be, sorry to the listeners, it's going to be really hard for me to keep in fucking character because I'm just going <laughs> to want to swear. <laughs> Everyone's heard the podcasts before. It's fine. Exactly. Uh, so this full city map and the one with the districts, I'll actually um, post up on the website uh, after this session's over because it's um, it's unique. I haven't stolen it from anywhere. Uh, 
and I've, I've customized it a little bit as well myself so you'll be able to be able to see that and you'll be able to see what we're talking about and where the areas are is that what you were paying for uh it it was not actually it was the software to do these backgrounds oh my god the your the the, the, the battle maps that you're on now mm-hmm. can, I, can i just look over gregory's shoulder uh i mean he doesn't he's not got the battle map the, the map in front of him it's oh more yes he does he, well you could do, but it's more the fact that he has it in his mind. That's where he knows the city well enough that, that those landmarks are pretty obvious. Damn it. Okay. So me and Bob will lead on then, I suppose. Yep. Do you know where you're going, sir? Yes, I'm vaguely familiar with this area. How familiar? I've lived here my whole life. Which way do we turn when we leave the police station? Uh, it's two lefts, then a right, then straight on for about five minutes. He is correct. You may lead. So, <laughs> as you make your way down, you're you're getting into a quite uh, shady part of the city. Um, you don't need to move your, your sprites anymore. We're going to move away from this map in a minute. Um, so, quite quite a shady, not a very nice part of the city. Also, you start to notice that you don't really see anybody other than humans on the streets as you're making your way through St. Cuthbert's. Um. Uh, yeah, it's 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 predominantly a human area. What I'm going to do is I'm going to show you where it is, and it's this this building just on the left here of this image that I'm showing you now. Do you want to describe it for our listeners? Yeah. So, um, I mean, from the outside, you can just about see that it's uh, it's a tavern, but it's it's a bit run down doesn't look very inviting it's not the kind of establishment that you'd you'd want to want to go in for a drink it's kind of the establishment that you go in for a drink because it's the only establishment you can afford a drink from it's 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 run down it's kind of made of made of wood there's some old paint there that's kind of flaking off um not the nicest of places none of you i think would probably even consider going in there of a normal evening not even me. No, it's oh well. From from what I know of your character, Bob, you generally kind of hang out in the kind of old soldiers' bars, which are a little bit run down but a little bit more respectable. Okay. I think it's morning uh, then. Let's go. See, I'm going to say as as we're doing the walking, I'm just going to talk a little bit to um to Knight, and you know ask you a bit about yourself. But I'm the whole time I'm going to be walking backwards because I'm <laughs> awesome. so what are you going to say so uh, yeah you're you're like a big cat so uh, tell me I'm Jeff who are you you know big cats come with big claws yeah but did you know I'm the finest I mean look I'm walking backwards even I can walk backwards then I proceed to walk backwards (laughs) yeah but I'm walking backwards and like I can I can like it's like I can see everybody so like I'm not going to bump into anyone and I'm still talking to you because I'm so amazing. You're right. You're not going to bump into anyone, but I'm going to enjoy you bumping into that lamppost right about now. <laughs> Bang! I'll, I'll bump into a lamppost. <laughs> yeah. Oh whoa whoa totally yeah, yeah totally should have seen that. I'm the finest. The finest I'm the finest. Thing. Well, you know, I'm just going based on what the monks told me, you know. 
Which monks were these? The ones from the monastery I came from. Oh, that one. That one. <laughs> yes. Uh, super, super descriptive, guys. Is, uh, <laughs> is Jeff still walking backwards? Uh, I can only assume he is, unless... <laughs> uh, uh, yes. I, I will continue to walk backwards after bumping into the lamppost. Gregory, on listening, half listening to this conversation, he's trying to walk his way through the street, is going to point his hand backwards, mumble a small equation, cast Mage Hand, and use it to trip you up. I'm assuming I would fall over. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I think you probably would, unless you happen to look behind you at that moment to see. Make him do a perception roll. I'm just, I'm just going to like a small spectral hand that's just going to grab like the bottom of his trouser leg as he's like walking backwards, just enough to throw him off balance. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll stumble a bit, be like, "Whoa, whoa, right? Oh, it's the pavement. It's just uneven. You know, I'm not, I'm not used to this. I, I'll walk normally now. It's all right. But no, tell me a bit about yourself. You know, I'm just from a monastery. Can't really tell you where it is. You know, secrets and all that stuff. But did I tell you about the time when I got told I punched a dragon? I think you may have mentioned it in passing earlier. But of course, the dragon's metaphorical, right? No, no, I was told there totally was a dragon. So, you know, it's just like, I'm the finest. So I walked up to it, I punched it, and then, you know, we went down. And that's what I was told. Excuse you know, me, I, sir. I totally blacked out. So. Excuse me, sir. I am almost 100 years old, and I have never heard... Of a living dragon. But have you ever been to a monastery? Yes. Well, not my one. <laughs> is, 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 does not signify. Sorry, is, is, is punching the dragon some, like, euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, I, tried, I was trying to come up with something that sounded completely ridiculous, but that somebody who believes in their own delusions of grandeur would think... Yeah, that totally was so, me. So you. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> just, 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 just asking, sort of, yeah, out of the campaign. Just wanted to. to no, clarify. no, it, it was, it was I, genuine, genuine. You, you punched a dragon. It genuinely, he believes that he punched. He a believes dragon. he punched a dragon. Okay. Yes. I probably guess there's no dissuading him from that fact. Uh, there's no dissuading him from really anything. He is, <laughs> he's he's, he has literally been told since the age of like three that he is the best at everything. And it's all been a lie, but they did it to take the piss out of him behind his back. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the character arc I'm going with. It's that's basically the my theory I have for Lex Luger's wrestling career. It's <laughs> <laughs> about right then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're, you're getting, you're if getting his legal counsellor listening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Lex Luger can afford a legal counsel at this point. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> so, so you guys are getting getting sort of pretty close now to to the old boar. You you can tell it's the old boar. I mean, I've described the exterior, but there there is a kind of pretty knackered sign outside with a picture of a boar on it. No words. I mean, the people around here probably don't have much use for reading. I feel so sad about the the self-disparaging way you've created your world, that your taverns are so boring, you just call them the old boar. (laughs) I didn't sign up for this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Play your own campaign then. You very specifically did sign up for this shit. (laughs) (laughs) You invited her. You haven't hit the point where I'm going to... I'll show myself out. Uh, 
It's, it's, <laughs> I was going to say it's, it's more the fact that the the individuals who live in this part of the city don't really have a huge amount of like imagination. There is there is a boar's head inside the old boar, hence the old boar. Uh, so are we all just are we going to wander into this really really crappy pub? Yes. Yep. Well, this is what they instructed us to do. Yeah. So, uh, as you enter, I'm just going to show you a picture. And it's it's kind of not as crappy inside as you thought it was going to be, it's actually. Cheers. Um, so, for, it is. So, for us... Like it does look like cheers. Okay, it, it, funnily enough, it looks like a pub, guys. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for, for our listeners, it's, it's kind of reminiscent of an Irish pub, really. It's all brass oh, and dark wood. With big dirty mirror behind the bar and bottles stacked up there behind the bar as well, uh, which is right in the top left-hand corner. There's a door to your right, which presumably leads to a snug. The patrons and bartender turn to look at you as you enter, and I have to say there's a fair amount of hostility in that glare, particularly when they see the makeup of your party. So, uh, Greg. So I'm just going to move across, move you across to a different map there okay. and i'm just gonna plunk your characters in because i wasn't sure which sprites you were gonna have before so I'll just plunk you in who's who's leading who's going in first i just wondered if uh if old grig here can i call you grig if you remembered <laughs> the description of the chap we're looking for well funnily enough i remember it exactly in every single detail let me tell you dm uh there was there- <laughs> There was there was no description at all. You were just told to look for Alf Skaggins, who is frequents the old boar. But you've got a pretty good idea. Well, you've you even in your ivory tower have heard the name Alf Skaggins before. He's he's not a nice man, and he's quite infamous in the city, as is the Human League. Um, it's it's kind of um, songs running through. Yeah. Just every time you say that, I wonder if he's working at this establishment <laughs> when he first met us. God. <laughs> I was it's... working at the old boy when I first met you. <laughs> he's yeah. He's the the, the human league. Um, unlike their <laughs> counterparts in our world, are a pretty awful group of people. They absolutely despise anyone of any other race. And Great. enjoy kicking the shit out of them. So, but generally defenseless ones, they're they're kind of fairly cowardly as well. So, as you say, you you're, you're entering here into this place. There's, yeah, there's the quite a quite an ugly man behind the bar. He's he's kind of well polishing more dirt, if anything, into a glass. Um, there's a few other patrons, about four of them. They're going to be either quite slovenly guys just savouring their pints. Um, a couple of them kind of seem to half get to their feet as they see you walk in. I did have a disguise kit. Do you reckon I can disguise my tabaxiness? As you wandered into the bar, uh, and they will moustache. see you right now. Uh, maybe the fake moustache, but um, I think they might see through that. They're not smart men, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, with a... With my just passive perception of like twenty-one, which is ridiculous, do any of these people look even remotely threatening? Yes, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, uh, to 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 you, I mean, you 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 wouldn't see them, but you you'd look down on them, but you 
Ah, uh, I'm going to take a foot tall, or? no. I'm going to take a stab and say you know you don't really associate much with poor people. <laughs> I have an ivory tower after all. Yeah, and and, and the, these these are the kind of um, great unwashed that you would kind of feel a bit uncomfortable around. They're probably going to try and steal something from you. Well, why don't we give them something that looks worth stealing by using minor illusion? Minor illusion, you say? Yeah. Ah. I could make something pretty looking appear in my hand. Uh, I'll let the other, the rest of the party see if they, they if they've got any particular suggestions about that, whether they she think that's a good it, idea or not. Fuck it. If, There's if, nothing if, we can do about it. I was going to say, yeah, if you yeah. want to do it. I, I mean, are you doing it or are you asking, should I do it? Well, I was kind of asking the party who are more knowledgeable of uh. the city what oh, okay. kind of thing might appeal to such rogues. Oh, I mean, you could... I think with minor illusion, you could probably make some gold coin and pretend to throw it out the door or something, see if they go running after it. Or, like, some jewels. Minor oh illusion is very small. Every single time, it's, it's I, the I'm fucking the cat. dog. It's the dog <laughs> that you're just playing fetch with again. <laughs> Seriously. Ah. I mean, I wasn't going to throw it. I was just going to reveal it in my hand as a tease and then put it away again. Oh, uh, okay. You're so... trying to bribe them. Uh, no, I'm not trying to bribe them. I'm trying to what? pique their interest. So, okay. so like, like as, as if you made like a bag of gold appear in your hand and went, you know, just as, as you're kind of ch- chatting to them as if to say, this may be yours. No, 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 no. I'm thinking like a really like attractive looking jewel of some sort. Um, that looks quite expensive and worth taking, and then we could walk up to them, and I would say something along the lines of <laughs> "fancy a treat." Oh, I don't know. I'm not enough of a badass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, you want to make it look like we've got something they want, exactly. so that they won't kill us all. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, is it, and you think that's going to make them less likely to kill you? As I was say, that might make them more likely to kill us because they now think we have stuff they want. I mean, Fine, if, make it a scorpion instead. If they want to, if want to make them less likely to kill us, I can just throw a fireball in the room and clear out anyone who's weak. So we're gonna go straight for the attack then. Ah. I mean, at the at the moment, Wait. although you know you, you can you can sell, say they they, you're pretty sure all of them have got some kind of weapon on them. They're not immediately like readying them. Okay. But there's oh. a there's a kind of there's a kind of air of hostility mainly directed not at you. I'd say. Mm. Or Bob, to be honest. So it's going to be me and... Uh, they're, 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 they're not quite sure about you, but... There is, is it some... the seven-foot furry thing? Uh, there <laughs> is someone who is definitely not a human as part of the group. <laughs> yes. What if I just say what you're looking at? <laughs> do Go it. it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do it. Yeah. Oi! You! What are you looking at? One of them kind of just looks away at his drink like he's not interested another one just gives you a big toothy well partially toothy grin um you see his teeth are obviously stained he's not an attractive man Mm. well those teeth that are still remaining anyway quick question uh matt what time is it uh, so this is this is this is this is kind of you, you arrived there in the morning. So this is kind of the the probably the night workers and the dock workers who are kind of on a break in yeah. here. It's not crowded. It's not a night. So it's probably probably about um about eleven o'clock. Okay, I'm I'm gonna cast mage armor on myself, and it lasts eight hours. 
Someone's uh, running for a fight. Yeah. How how does that look to the people waiting? I just put put my hand to my chest and mutter a couple of uh, you know a little bit of quadratic, and all of a sudden my body shimmers for a moment, and then I look normal. They all kind of look startled at that. Yeah, that that's had the desired effect. Was that magic? This is one to the other. You can kind of hear. It was like, I don't give a fuck. Look at that fucking furry freak over there. Yeah. And the and the bartender kind of looks looks at you and goes, look. Just, just, just leave, all right? You lot, you're just going to attract trouble around here. Um, to um, the one who said it was magic, I'm just going to respond. No, you absolute cretin! It is science. Sit yourself down and shut up. He just, he just kind of, kind of stares at you, but you can see he's, he's, he's fidgeting. He's not. He's, yeah, he's never seen magic before in his life. The the bartender's is just sort of almost almost slightly imploring you just 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 go he doesn't want to see his bar ruined again is my gold good around here your what sorry is my gold good around here barkeep look you're your kind aren't welcome here just 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 go before before skagging signs out skaggins is that who we're looking for it is yes just tell him that's who we're looking for we're here for skaggins (laughs) <laughs> you four <laughs> the Skaggins yeah um, what is hubris uh, have you had a look in the mirror recently yes I look not... very pretty <laughs> have I you don't... looked in the mirror recently I I just don't know what to do with that bit of information but <laughs> you're not you're not the kind of kind of people that are gonna last long around here trust me i my tail is getting very twitchy and i'm feeling very stabby i'm gonna cast friends on the barkeep and just say just tell us where skaggins is and we'll leave and i'm gonna try to persuade him with advantage as a friends gone then hey friends <laughs> friends <laughs> 13 which isn't great not so much of a friend are we friends <laughs> Sorry, I just uh, had to take the piss. Just, just, just wait. I'm just gonna roll for. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he kind of, he kind of summons you, Gregory, over, just to come up to the bar, and he just says, "Look, I don't know what you're doing with these people, right? But I've, you're one of them wizards from up in the up in the college." Look, you must know, you've lived in this sea, you must know that them lot aren't welcome here. Well, if they aren't welcome here and you want them gone from your establishment, then just tell me where your friend is and we will leave immediately to go find him. Keep the noise down, alright? Keep the noise down. He's in the snug. If you if you lot burst in there now, you're going to ruin my fucking pub. And... Mm-hmm. And more to the point, he will kill you. Just go. Do I have superior hearing at all? Uh, no, you have regular. Oh shit! And Do you think you would have heard that? Um, he's, he's keeping the he's night. keeping his he's keeping his voice pretty low, but would have night heard it? You could you could you could you could you could you could, you could roll for perception, but it's going to be pretty high to, What's to hear. What's he saying, Greg? You just walk over to me. Yeah, Greg. 
Gregorio will look at you for a moment, then he'll cast message. He'll point at you, and you'll hear a voice like in your head and goes, the one we're looking for is in the back. Right, okay, back. He's in the back. I, 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 it's worth reminding you guys at the moment that, that, that you're here for information, but, <laughs> you know. Oh, so we're not actually here for the dude, we're here for information. It, the, your, your quest was... Pause, Matt. Let- I just, I'm, ju- I'm just, I'm just, just, just reminding you. It's entirely yeah. up to you what you do with this information. But I'm to do remind you that you're here to speak to Alf Skaggins and find out what route his men are taking. Okay. But we can do On that their- by dangling him by his feet and threatening to kill him. Accurate. We could. Well, I mean, you can try if you want to, but you could just try talking to him instead. Who knows? I've seen the racism I've been faced with so far, and I don't fancy my chances on just a nice natter. Well, you know. So if you're actual character, uh, you carry on. Yeah. I'm to be just, honest. Whatever you well, want to do, yeah, guys. That's true, because, well... I'm not one for starting fights as character, so I wouldn't go in there. But then again, the racism is not me, so... Well, I wasn't looking was for a fight until I started getting called that kind... And a freak. <laughs> well, Gregorio will walk away from the barman because he's bored of the barman now. And he's just going to address the three of you. He's like, apparently he's in the back. Don't know if he's alone or if he has friends. He's probably going to be relatively hostile, but if we want to try to get information from him, we can do now. Sounds sensible. Lead the way. I mean, should we not go as a four? Well, uh, if we're not looking to start a fight, potentially. If I... Four is pretty intimidating. Well, myself and Bob could go in first. Yeah, 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 yeah. The robot. Send the robot in. Excuse me. I mean that in a nice way. Hmm. <laughs> I I try and then get a, l- a small amount of intimidation. You sort of square up. Yeah, I a little bit. Well, we, we, we'll well, because, because because technically she is taller than me, so I pre- try to square are you, after her. You, are you rolling intimidation? Someone is messing with my sheet. Oh, sorry, it's me. I was just having a look at how tall you are. <laughs> I'm six <laughs> foot six, and you are seven foot. I am, yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm only. I, mean, I did mean it in a nice way. I just meant mm-hmm. that, you know, if we're going to try and not start a fight, maybe don't send a highly armored war machine. To start the conversation, to break the ice. Yeah, but he's... I say, I say, we buy him a pint of mead, and say, "Hello, friend." It's, it's, Which it's, way it's, are your men going? It's, it's interesting that none of us have learned the lessons of Cookson's campaign, in that, yeah, none of you are particularly good at chatting to people. It's a really bad time to say I've never listened to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad time. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked and appalled. <laughs> Look, There's going to be so I... many more in jokes now. <laughs> Look, I I'll just, just anyone called Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was, that was totally believable and not at all fake. <laughs> Look, I learned the lessons of the podcast in that I am a magic user who's really, really good at seeing things and finding stuff. You guys could have filled in the rest of the blanks. Right, let's take a vote. <laughs> I say I'll buy him a pint of mead. And I'll sit down with him and go, hi, friend, and take it from there. I think you're the one he's most likely to stab, yeah, but I do like exactly. the meat idea. Okay, well, see, Jeff's a nitwit, 
Bob's terrifying and not arrogant. So I still think I should go. Look at my fur. Look at it. Look at my fur. Look at it. Look at it. Look at how soft my fur is. This not everybody likes cats. This is the finest idea. Alright. I'm gonna jump on the bar. I'm gonna announce to everyone that I'm here to see him. And then if you don't come out the door, I'm just gonna go break the door down. Wait, the snook has a door? Uh, I think it has a door. You could, can you see there's a, there's a sort of square you can't see there? If you, uh, if can yes. I see the square, what, what I can't right see, no. Yeah, I can. One right hand. Um, oh, cut out. Out. the cut out. The cut yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, basically there's, there's a sort of square uh, that you can't if, see. If Jeff does that, um, I if he, does he shout that like loudly throughout the whole bar? No, 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 no. I'm just saying this to you now. Bob, could you, could you get your hand out again? Yes. Could you, place it, could you place it on Jeff? Oh, so this way, I'm just going to take a... And then, I'm just going to walk backwards a little bit. In the place of like, your shoes. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and then I, I then just hold him by his head. You, know <laughs> you, can't, you can't chase me if I've just stepped backwards. <laughs> Unless we are going to go be, much... Benny Hill on this. She has very long arms. Because oh, I, yeah. I, I, I have 45 feet of movement, so <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just go to the other side of the pool each time. <laughs> the most subtle party ever to enter the old board. Okay, how about how about this for a plan? I'm just gonna knock on the fucking door. Okay. That's that's not the plan, but whatever. <laughs> Wait, no, but do it do it with mead. Someone get some mead. Well, what I was gonna suggest was get me one too. <laughs> get mead as well, sure. Bit, bit, bit of courage for everyone. What I was gonna suggest is we have our Warforge friend be the one to knock on the door and get him out there to talk to. I'll cast invisibility on myself and the idiot, and our tabaxi friend can hide behind the bar. I'm not hiding behind. I'm not actually a cat. I don't just lurk behind yes, surfaces. Yes, stab the man if he turns out to be not a nice person. Tell you what, you hide behind the bar. I will be. I'll be invisible. Oh, yeah, we'll be invisible, so we'll be like... Super cool sneak attack. But yes. So just just so you're aware, the door is here on the room. So the door is sort of on the side facing where, you're, where you've walked in. Now uh, there's a there's a back face to that room as well that you that, that they can't see out of and you can't see in. I have mega stealth. Yes. Right. That's so right. fuck Great you. Glory. That, is, that is such a cool plan. Behind the bar in stealth. I have walked over to the room. bar. Yeah. I can't click on myself, but yeah. Just imagine yeah, I walk over to the bar and say. Can I have two mugs of mead, please? No, make that one. Make it two. Make that two. One for the cat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, yes, fine. Just as as long as you're going to leave, okay? I will oh. may not be drinking this. I will be holding it. <laughs> um, I do not okay. consume. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's really very good for your insights. Um, Does it just go straight through if you're a Warforged? I don't have any of that stuff. Hmm. I would just be pouring liquid on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do that anyway, but... <laughs> and I would not get my armour all covered in that stuff that you like to drink. Okay, right, so one pint of mead for the dude. And one for, for, you, for the cat. So as, as you're doing this... Doing this, the the other other kind of patrons who kind of sidle kind of out, they're just they're done basically. Uh, they're 
they're not they're not going to get involved anymore the the bartender just kind of sighs and goes round to to pour out from it from a glass some drinks for you all um, how much I, would that be i don't think anyone's yep. can move our characters by the way uh no that's fine uh you i'll i'll, I'll, make, I'll make you movable in a second I've, I've realized that I've, although i dropped your game characters there you don't actually have access to them so well, um, all that's I fine say is gregory if they all leave is going to stand on as far away from this door as possible yeah I'm from which on the door? other side of the tavern. The, uh, the okay, door that, yeah, unless it was any of you try try to try to stop him. I mean, I'd... no, they can go. No. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm I'm going to follow Gregory because he just said he was going to make me invisible, and that sounds cool. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. <laughs> How much is that, sir? Um, look, that's that's like five pennies. I then give him. Ten pennies for his bent for his um trouble. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you just say for his bent? No, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry, it's just me that heard that then. Yes, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that was just 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 uh, just the way she phrased it, but I don't think it actually said bent. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> pennies. Yes, ten ten no, five five pennies. You give me ten pennies, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, all right, so he, he goes and kind of puts that in his till. Uh, so big, a big old mechanical till that he's got in the corner. And then I go and walk over to the snug and tap the door. Very, like, with my finger. Can I have the mead first? Yes. Thanks. But, yeah, I tap on it to make a sufficient noise. Yeah, sorry about that. You should be able to move your characters now. Yes, yeah, so you tap on the door and Ooh. a... A kind of slightly better dressed thug kind of appears at the door. And Hello. What? Hello. Who are you? I'm Who Bob. Are you? I'm Bob. I'm. I need to talk to Skaggins. So you you sort of hear like a voice coming. Who's at the door? It's Bob. So you're bringing him mead. I've got your mead. Well, I didn't order any meat. It's on the house. On the house? No, no. You see, that strikes me as a little bit odd. Seeing as this is my fucking house. I thought this was a pub. On the house. Don't get fucking smart with me. And you kind of see a very large individual's head kind of poke around this table that he sat on. And he has a look at you. He says, come on in then. Don't mind if I do. Good morning. How are you doing? He kind of smiles and he looks at his two cronies who are sat across from this table from him. who sort of share the grin as well. And he goes, I'm very well, thank you. See, um, you... Uh, are you Skaggins? What? Three. Did my um, dashing good looks give it away? No. Just for our uh, listeners, uh, Knight has rolled a 26 stealth. Okay. Yeah. I mean, pretty good, huh? <laughs> um, no, I, I, I would not recognize you. I have never met you before. Oh, well, that's a pity then, isn't it? Oh, I'm just going to show you a picture of Alf Skaggins there. Looks friendly. That's, That's a pity, isn't it? Because I'm a, 
I'm a very friendly person. For our listeners, he is a necklace monster. Yeah. <laughs> very accurate description. He is a necklace yeah. monster. Yeah, he... <laughs> he, he, he could... across his face. Yeah, he, he kind of looks like a badly abused ball sack. And a nose uh... that's been broken multiple times. <laughs> like a wrestler, then. Yeah, yeah. He's got kind of a kind of a scraggy mutton chops that join up to a moustache, you know, kind of uh, farmer style, as some people say, and sort of unkempt, greasy hair. He's he's is he cool, the one he's, with the giant axe. He is the one with the giant axe. The giant one with Double the giant axe. Thing. Well, I mean, that's 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 that. that. He, he's, he's not not exactly armed as the sprite is there, um, but that's the closest thing I could get to to him. He's also wearing a shirt, which this sprite isn't. <laughs> But he, he, he looks like participants. Just... We get to see the X-rated version of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he does actually look naked. It's quite interesting. Um, so, do you have a Patreon that you can our listeners can see the X-rated version? <laughs> the X-rated cut of the uh, compiler trees and what? Not yet. But Pop you know... a quarter in the machine to see the shirtless version. <laughs> 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 well, that's an idea for the future. We really so... start needing the money. <laughs> If you like this idea, tweet the author. <laughs> so, what exactly can I do you for then? Uh, here's your mead. Ah, thank you. <laughs> and he, he's big, like a ham forearm reaches out, a big meaty paw of a hand, like a almost like a shaved bear, just grabs this gla- this this sort of tankard, which looks quite small in his hands now, and he just, you know, just downs it basically in one slams it on the table wipes his mouth <sighs> yeah not a bad drop i do apologize i do apologize for saying it was on the house i paid double for that just so i could have a nice chat with you wow chat away out of character what the fuck do i want out of this guy <laughs> you, you want to know where his men are going okay uh, Can you and roll seduction? Uh, uh, don't, you don't want me to flirt, love. If you <laughs> listen to the podcast, you know Flo doesn't flirt well. <laughs> but does Bob? Bob might. Yeah, Bob, Bob might. <laughs> Sophia might have bad experience. Yeah, I'm a warforged. Do you think that they programmed me to do any of that shit? He might have a kink for... Like, there's only one way to find out. Exactly. Yeah, to be fair, I don't have a sex, so I could flirt with the fucker. Go for but it. No. Go. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I start stripping. It is true. Strip. You see my wood. <laughs> so, oh dear. I guess now you know what's underneath the armor. Yeah, no one needs to see that. So, 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 what are you actually going to do? Um, um, bullshit this. Um, any ideas, guys? I'm stuck. Just, just ask him. You know what? What is people are up to? Um, you know, I suppose as a way as a way for an in, you can you know make out that you want to help him out or join with him or whatever. Yeah, say that you're you're a cell sword. Yeah. Basically. So, in character, they say, I've heard stories about you and your crew. And let's just say, I'm 99 years old. I've seen this city 
go from worst to worst to worst. And we both know who's responsible for that. Uh, I see you've gone for flattery. And looks at you. Can you can you make me a um Perception? A persu- yeah, persuasion. Persuasion. Alright. You can you can make me a perception if you want. You can look No, really, I was gonna really say really deception. Uh no, you want to persuade him because you it's all character. Yeah, because it's it's more it's more kind of fifteen. You're you're more kind of trying to persuade him that you you want to join him rather than trying mm-hmm. to deceive him. You're not really particularly lying that much. So, fifteen. Interesting. He kind of looks at you. Two compatriots opposite don't really you know they 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 they're looking a little bit more hostile than he is. But he can, he's kind of he's quite impassive you know it's almost like he you know like, like a very good poker player you can't read anything in the lines of his face at all yeah well you're right we do know who's to blame don't we it's those fucking knife ears these fucking scum on our streets taking all our jobs ruining it for good hard working people and you can see the way he says that word as if he has a very clear definition of what people are blimey no one told me this was the ukip campaign <laughs> <laughs> I think these are not nice guys meeting. <laughs> <laughs> these are not nice guys and he, he goes we could use a bit of muscle actually so yeah why not meet us back here day after tomorrow we're going on a little wonder up the street a few hundred of us the um those fucking elves and he spits the word they are gonna try and just fucking ruin our streets marching their dirty selves through they're gonna walk up to our fine establishments in the centre of the city and just wail about the fact that one of their fucking little scumbags got his just desserts. I quite agree. Uh, Are we all meeting here? Yeah, we're meeting here. Going to make our way up from here along through St Cuthbert's and we're going to meet them Right outside the prison. Sounds good. Where they're waiting for their little chummy, we're going to get him there. We're going to make him bleed in the streets. (laughs) Like the scum they are. Quite right. I will see you then, sir. You have my word. You're awful posh for an automaton. But I like you. I use... I know you. I cannot say I like you. I have no I have no th- I do not possess those feelings. <laughs> he laughs at you. I then just stare at the other people in the room, just give him a nod, like I'm one of them. And then I walk slowly out of the room. <laughs> Backwards? Or... No, I'm not scared of them. Yeah, is that all right? Can I walk slowly out the room, please? You can sl- walk slowly out of the room. 
they kind of watch you leave and then the the sort of little thug the be- better dressed but kind of not not one of the three just mm-hmm. just kind of shuts the door behind you i then nod at the big the barkeep and then make a kind of let's go kind of thing with my head just in case the guys in the snug can hear me to leave the bar pub thing fair enough but we all meander out then or at least i'll follow on yes all your i'm gonna go invisible bullshit <laughs> wow. that's yeah, wild i'll, I'll stealth you, my way out he he, he rolled pretty pretty badly there so yeah uh, <laughs> yeah it could have gone badly you know, yeah it could have gone a lot worse <laughs> jesus christ I think that's the first time I've ever talked myself in or out of anything. Next time, try your flirting. You'll never know that will get us. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. I mean, uh, f- f- 15 was, was enough. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Gregory, I what was the next step? step? So, so, so as, you're, as, you're, as you're kind of making your way out... I explain to them, everyone, that all the information that he relayed to me, and say, that man seems like a fool. So you you just you're just going to stop outside to discuss. No no no, we're walking away. Walk away. Okay, so as you as you're walking away, um, you, you hear a noise as the, as the bar door goes, and someone someone's moving, sort of jogging to catch up with you. Hmm. And I'll I'll show him to you now. Turn uh, around. Yeah. So he's 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 a he's kind of he kind of looks like a like a much more slender version of uh alf you you'll recognize him bob because he was the smaller of the two other guys in the room mm-hmm. not the one that uh, wasn't with them no 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 he's, he, he was he was the, the smaller of the, the two uh yeah. sat sat in the corner uh he, he's, he's kind of he's scruffly faced he's got the similar similar kind of facial hair he he looks quite hard but quite kind of lithe and um sort of wiry strength rather than yeah. brute force he says, "Oi, look, wait." Yes. Wait. Listen here, I I couldn't give a fuck about elves, right? I'm in this game for money, but something about this business doesn't add up. Indeed. One plus one equals two. I don't know what you're doing here, but I know for a fucking fact you're not with us. But also, I don't care. Listen, Elf's been taking meetings with some shadowy characters without me and Harry, and you you can go to gather that was the other guy present there, present, and he, he never does that. And everyone knows that that bitch Lizzie Blake, well, was a boho. So I don't know what all this business is about with with that fucking Elf getting arrested and stuff. Okay, what do you want me to do with this information? I don't want you to do anything, right? But just. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm telling you, but I know you're you're up to something. That's what I'm sure of. And right now, I'm I'm not sure which way's up. So look, look, do whatever you want with it. I don't give a fuck. All right, I told you, I'm going. And he just just basically. Excuse me, sir. What? If you're only in this for the money, how are you getting said money? <laughs> he kind of looks at you like incredulous, like just like I'm gonna fucking tell you. No. We and just, and just and just turns and walks off again. Wait, okay, no. fuck it, fuck it. I don't. This is like, I can't let him have the hat last fucking word. Like, <laughs> no. Are you like mage hand him back here. Grab <laughs> 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 him by the scruff of the neck and drag him back to us. I mean, I yeah, can just shoot I him in the back him. if you want. 
I might kill so could him. I. I just want to threaten him a bit and uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. um don't know what to do with that information. But I just tell the guys, uh that was one of the small it was the smaller kid kid kid? Kid guy. Yes. guy. <laughs> he he looks like a kid, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, new quirk added into my arsenal. That was a smaller kid. <laughs> um apparently let's just say if we see him we don't kill him he seems all right he's not that racist proper charmer he was yeah i like the mustache i wish i could grow a mustache <laughs> well, you could paint very, a mustache onto your armor it's a very military thing isn't it a mustache so. i have a mustache i'm very envious all over my body <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> you, 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 you may not do anything with that information. <laughs> just just some, some, some extra information for you. Um, I go up to uh, Knight and say, may I feel your moustache? I don't think we're quite that close yet. Fair enough. And then I start walking away. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, guys, we are all strangers here. So I'm just going to fucking ask it because I wanted to stroke it. Yeah, you <laughs> roll some persuasion. <laughs> do it. Actually, yeah. Okay, doing it. Eight. Shit. Uh, it's not very persuasive. Hugely persuasive. You can have I a mean... loose strand of my hair. Excellent. <laughs> I then put that next to my medal. You should add that to your inventory, yeah. I'm not even joking. It's next to my medal. This is, this is oh, getting what? super weird. <laughs> <laughs> what, Tommy? <laughs> super weird. Yeah. Okay. D&D goes directions. Come on. We all know this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm just trying to plug the uh, the triple X spin-off. <laughs> Gunpowder and trees and no clots. Where are you? What's so it? we know what they're going to do now. That's yeah. what we had to find so, out. Isn't it? I mean, yeah. yeah. What's the rest of our mission? Recall it, Greg. Recall it. Uh, Grigori will consult his library of a mind and tell everyone what the next part of the mission was. Yeah. DM. <laughs> I think Grigori's going to come for some horrible brain injury <laughs> at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you okayed this character. I did okay this character. It doesn't okay. negate the fact that you need to write shit down. Yeah. So the elves are so the so the elves are stirred up by Raphael Sarethi and he owns a tailor shop in Cavendish. And again, you kind of need to go and speak to him and find out where the elves are marching. Okay. We okay. must go to Cavendish. And, 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 and there's also there's also the the dwarves under Carlisle and Tooth, and you need to find out if he's going to join or not. The dwarves uh, under where? Under Carl Iron Tooth. Right. So if we go. If we do the elves next, because they are going to march, so we just need to know if they're going to cross paths. Okay, they're marching in paths. a day and a half. Whoa! <clears throat> so where are they? Where yeah. are they? The where humans are... are marching in a day and a half. Oh, I thought. Yeah. I, I thought the elves were. Well, they both are. Yeah, they both are, but we we, we need to know, know is yeah, yeah are are, so, they, are they going to run into each other? So wh- where do elves normally? Well, that's what we need to. That's this guy. We're well, going to the tailors. Cavendish at the tailors. Yeah. Okay, so where's the tailor? Because he's the one who's down the know, road. Wall where, so where's the tailor then? Down the road. Okay. Yeah. You, 
you right to, to the two of you know roughly where cavendish avenue is it's it's in the kind of quite more well-to-do area of town it's going to take a little while to get over there i was just going to ask is the dwarf on the way or is he in a different direction completely he's he's uh in the manufacturing district so he's he's not cr- not really on the way uh it's kind of like uh he's de- Basically, they call it the um, the Golden Alley, the Craftsman's District. That's kind of down in another area near, near, nearer to the docks. So it's kind of in not quite opposite directions, but like a triangle kind of. Right. Okay. Okay. So most points make a triangle, Matt. Three points. Not all. No, so I'll make a line. So shut up. <laughs> so yeah, elf first, then dwarf. Yeah. Yes. Is that what you guys yeah. doing? That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Go. It's quite quite a way there, so you've, you've got a couple options. You can walk, uh, you can see That's if you can get cab. you can get an omnibus, or you could try and yeah, um, flag down a handsome cab and pay a bit of cash. There's a handsome cab seat for. Would it seat uh, me? You might struggle. You might. You probably need to get two. To be fair, with all of you. Although the omnibus One is just for like myself. a long cab, so you might as well just get the bus. But they're slower, right? So it's the cab. Yeah. Yeah. Get somewhere. So, 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 think, think, think of a, think of a, an, an omnibus, uh, a bit like a, a bus. Basically, it, it follows a, a strict route, and it goes those. It, you get off and on at stops. Uh, the cab is like a, you know, a taxi. It will take you where you want it to. Where you want to go for more money. Okay. Right. Let's, just... let's hop in some cabs then. Or you can walk, yeah. Hop, hop in some cabs. So it's going to cost you um, probably about uh, a gold each to. Ooh, uh, well, well, I say a gold, a crown rather each to get there. I mean, that's they, they, a lot they are, of money. They are not uh, cheap. These are these are the you know sort of playthings of the rich to get around. So the bus, anyone? <laughs> I'm going to get a bus. <laughs> uh, so the, the 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 bus will probably take you. Uh, I say about an hour to get there uh, but it'll cost you uh, one shilling each I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what if those guys are getting the the Omnicab they <laughs> the Omnicab. What, what, the is that what it is? no the Omnibus Omnibus is a bus the handsome oh, cab sorry. is a cab yeah. my apologies that's right uh, so if they get the handsome cab they can go do the elf and we'll get the bus and we'll go do the dwarf what you're saying is split the party why not it's just an idea because otherwise, you guys are going to be waiting for us to get there anyway. Well, okay, let's say we all just get on the bus and go to the dwarf. All right, okay. I don't mind. Yeah, fine. Yeah, every time the party yeah, splits, closer. every time a party splits, people die. Yeah, you wouldn't every know time that. the party splits, a, a PC well. dies. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I just mean, you know, that's... that's the gold as a, as a tabaxi in the forest, that is what nature has taught me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I've learned it from nature. From, from the nature, from yes. the trees. Yes, the whispers of the grass have told me when a party splits, a person dies. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the golden rule. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, so you, you're, you're, all, you're all getting the bus and you're all going to see the dwarf now. Yeah. yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, How much was it again? Sorry. Uh, so it's, it's one uh, shilling each. Okay. How do I deduct a shilling? A shilling is a silver pen, uh, silver. Yeah, we're, we're, we're playing metric because although Imperial would fit this period a lot better, fuck Imperial for coins. 
So, so one, t so ten copper pieces in a silver piece, ten, uh, so ten, yeah, ten uh, pennies in a shilling. Uh, shilling, and ten shillings in a crown. Okay. And is a crown a gold piece? Yes, yes. but effectively, in D&D terms, yeah, it's it's copper, silver, and gold. But in in this world, it's it's pennies, <laughs> uh, shillings, and crowns. Okay. Okay. So if you have to split a um, a crown, then you okay. need to go to see yeah. the dentist. I don't want to know how much Bunkle has because he didn't even want to spend a, a like a crown. As a fair, he's, he's a monk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has yeah. no need for material goods. Okay, cool. Um, so you guys are going to jump on the um, the omnibus then? All of us, yeah. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, so you'll jump on the the omnibus. It's it's kind of kind of cramped. You can see there's um what you you can you can all see it if you look in your inventories there. Uh, it's you know it's it's an old school London omnibus kind of if, if for for our listeners. Uh, it's a it's a, basically a carriage pulled by a couple of horses uh, with as much people many people as they can cram on the back um there's a, there's, a, there's, an upper, there's an upper layer as well on top which you're welcome to go and ride in if you want to have a little look around the city those of you that don't know the area very well surprisingly I'm going on the top surprisingly it's not raining today as well so you would know. it fit night inside uh, she might need to ride on the top how about me uh, you might need to ride on the top in fact you probably all need to ride on top except maybe um Rory, who might who, who have probably seen the city thousands of times and might want to ride inside. Doesn't want to associate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I get on top because um, I'm a badass and I'm tall. Yeah, and and kind of uh, not not a lot's going to happen here. So you're just going to get on and you're going to ride it there. As you can say, it's, it's, it's kind of it's this this great big carriage with with lots of posters for uh, businesses in the city all over it and as much space as you physically can cram people into in the back. Um, so you're all going to be a little bit cramped and probably not in the best of moods when you get off at the end. Uh, Someone can sit on my lap if they want to. <laughs> yes, please. I then pick you up and put you well, on my lap. I'd say she's bigger than you, so... <laughs> yeah, but still, I'm bulky. You are quite strong, to be fair. And I'm bulky. I as weigh fuck. 200 pounds. I weigh, wait a minute, I think 350? Yeah, I think Warford 350. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, three fifty. I pick yeah, you you're, up. <laughs> you're, 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 you're basically a line, like a, a, a D end or something or a, or a linebacker. You're massive. I'm, I'm in my head. I'm kind of like the thing from Fantastic Four for some reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think we can we can all kind of picture that. Yeah. Yeah. If that a helps little, the listeners a little bit, bit with a, armor. A little bit less knobbly. Yeah. yeah. More attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have the 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 rock penis. <laughs> What? I'm just saying. I know, yeah, right? It's, it, it, it's wood in this. Uh, I don't have wood. Okay, so so you you you'll, you'll get on the bus. You will go there. You 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 arrive at um, where some of you know the the street is, and it's it's kind of fairly fairly obvious the street. Um, it's it's where all the big kind of businesses are. You can hear the ringing of big industrial hammers as you get close, and the smog kind of thickens quite a lot. All these factories are sort of bellowing out smoke as you get nearby and um i will just make an image visible to you all now 
so you can see that that's the outside of the factory it's quite obvious which one it is it says iron tooth industries along the side in big surprisingly iron work letters okay and it kind of just looks like an old like mill it's 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 a it's a big victorian factory you know okay. lots lots of windows along the sides all made of brick um that's the kind of how, how it looked to our listeners anyway okay cool I think we are here. We should alight. Yeah, so you get off, get off at the nearest stop, and uh, I guess you're going to make your way over? Yeah, let's, yeah. Wander, let's wander in the front door. Yeah. Okay, so the um, the it, front door's gone. I was going to say, does it look like, are there like workers about? Is it like active? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a working day, and it's right in the middle of the working day. You can hear these, these big industrial sort of hammers just beating down on iron you can you can kind of hear the the forges working um there's there's kind of some light from sparks flying off uh it's a big sorry be going clank clank there's lots of lots of people moving around all in sort of big protective leather aprons and masks uh mostly dwarves although there are sort of a few human laborers around you you can't see any elves though Hmm. or or, in fact there, there, there are a couple of gnomes working around there they're sort of walking around um e- even lower than the dwarves um little, little tiny gnomes basically uh you've got to be a bit a little bit careful especially those of you that are over six foot um not not not, not to kick them <laughs> or tread on do we have to yeah. watch out for low-hanging beams as well uh, yeah, I mean this 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 factory is is built for dwarves, so you're gonna probably I mean that their ceilings are still quite high because uh, they're moving around a lot of a lot of big heavy machinery. So you're you're okay walking in the centre. The ceiling kind of reaches right up to the roof, but the galleries on the sides below, where there are dwarves working away, they're they're pretty low. You'd you'd have to duck quite a long way to get get under those. Okay. So as, as, as you went, as you're entering, you're entering through a big kind of double doors where you can see all this ahead of you. You can hear the machines clanking away. You can see the sparks flying from a, a big kind of vat of um, molten metal that's being heated on one side. You can look, you look up either side, and it's it's kind of almost like like a prison in the fact that there's there's a sort of central um, central way down the centre that goes right up to the roof, and then there's these galleries as I say to the sides with metal iron grills and stairs going up so all of them are looking into this one central area uh, everyone looks no, no one really sort of takes much of a look at you everyone's busy with their own thing i say is there like a clear route to like an office or something or um looking around yourselves you you don't you don't immediately see one no signposts uh it doesn't look like the people who work here need them okay uh, Grigori, have you ever been to an establishment like this? I have a feeling Grigori has never been to this place. <laughs> I'd I'd be very surprised. <laughs> Grigori does not leave his study. Yeah. Oh he's, yeah. I forgot. Although he will know sort of academically and have passed a lot of these places in the city. Yeah, this is probably the most he's ever seen of the city in one day before. Yeah, I've seen a map. Have you spoken to exactly. dwarves? Have you spoken I've... to dwarves before? No, we officially have a dwarf at the university. Or... Right, who speaks dwarvish? Uh, I do. Oh, so, oh, we're screwed. I was just, I was just, I was just gonna, you know, shout out in in dwarvish. You know, can anyone give us a hand over here, please? Um, 
so although most of the dwarves they're, they're working on he- on quite heavy tools and things you they, they don't really hear you one nearby kind of turns away and lifts up a protective metal mask over his face and goes my mother's a what <laughs> <laughs> yes you you dwarf boy come here come here come here you say this in common or in dwarvish in dwarvish but i don't speak dwarvish yeah as a as a person yes but yes i'm saying this to her in dwarvish yeah because i'm so, assuming that's what he can only speak listen here mate i'll fucking deck you all right you speak about my mother again like that i don't care what the fuck you are your fancy robes coming in here talking about my mum. whatever you want to say little dwarf man it doesn't matter because i'm the finest oh jesus <laughs> It's like he's insane all over again. I don't even uh, need to know what he's can't... saying. I can just look at his face and that smug look, and I can just guess. <laughs> so he, he, he kind of, he kind of looks at you in, incredulously, and he goes, "Is he with you? Does he, he escape the fucking loony bin?" Sorry. Is he saying that in common or dwarvish? No, he's he's, he's speaking in dwarvish because he's in common rather because he he's, he knows he's addressing non-dwarves. He's been speaking in common this whole time. Oh, okay. <laughs> because oh. he lives in the city and he, he speaks dwarvish to like to his mum, but that's about it. Oh, thank God you speak common. <laughs> yeah, um, this is a local fool we've been parading around the city for reasons we're not quite certain of. But we're here to see, I believe, probably your boss, Mr. Iron Who's that? You're here to see Mr. Ironteeth? Uh, yes. You, you got an appointment? No, but this is... Are you his uh, That would be really useful. <laughs> Look, I don't know who you fucking people are, right? But get get the fuck out of the factory. Can I roll some persuasion on this? <laughs> Coming in here, being rude. Bringing your fucking... Whoever he is, in here. Look, ignore the moron for a moment, and I cast friends on him, and... <laughs> <laughs> I'll say um, <laughs> it's truly important, and um, what I'll do by doing that is, uh, if Knight's going to roll persuasion, I'll aid in that, so you can roll again with advantage. Oh, okay. And All he right. likes us at the moment slightly. Oh, okay. So how he do likes you? you at the moment slightly. Yeah. No. Oh, search. Should still be a no, but just roll it again. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm being tutored. That's all right. No worries. Oh, right. Okay. Thanks for the help. <laughs> 17's the highest, anyway. So. I rolled a yeah. 7. <laughs> yes. Uh, Alright, well, look. Hello, friend. <laughs> uh, Alright. What would it take to uh, get a good word in here with Mr. Iron too? Well, listen, uh, he's, he's up in his office right now. If you've not got an appointment, you might not have time to see you today. And if you're bringing him up here, Iron Tooth's going to fucking deck him. So... You might want to leave the fucking thing, whatever he is, down here. And if the rest of you are going up, just like... All right. Do you have some sort of, I don't know, iron box we can put him in for the next 20 minutes? Ball Nobody's gag. put me in no box. <laughs> I will babysit the half-elf. Look, we're not, we're not a fucking jail here. Just like, just take him outside. And the and rest of you can go up the stairs there. He's, he's in his office down, right at the top. He might not be able to see you today, as I say. So, like, don't be too surprised if he if he kicks you fucking out. But go on. Right. Am I literally going to stand outside with the twat? 
I think I should. Are, are we going? Are we going outside? I think we should. As we're doing this, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hold my fingers out in front of me, making like a re- like like showing like a really tiny tiny like space between them, you know, indicating that he's a midget. Uh, as we as I walk oh, back, yeah, I literally get him by the, the his um the back of his neck and uh, like his collar and and just start walking him out. All right, thanks, Bob. We won't be yeah, the, too the, long. The, 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 the dwarf just hefts his very large hammer that he's been using at you. That, that's fine, that's fine. It just with the, with the other hand, I was going to flip him off. And then just uh, cradle him like a, bla- a baby so he can't get his arms or hands out. <laughs> this, is, this is literally like when your kid's playing up in the supermarket. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I have first-hand experience with that. So, yes, that is what I'm doing. Bob, what are you doing? I am the finest. Put me down. The dwarf's going to kind of turn his back and he's going to wander over and he's going to have a couple of words in a few of his friends' ears. Uh, and, 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 and that's that's all you see if you, as, you, as you're leaving, basically, you two. Uh, the other two of you, you, you kind of wandering up the stairs. Yeah, Gregory and I'll go upstairs. <laughs> Gregory and okay. Knight. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that. No, not that rude. No, I thought you were just northern. <laughs> I am northern. <laughs> um, sorry, quickly remind me, what is his role in this? Is it that... We, we want to know out? if they're going to participate or not. Yeah, oh, he's, on right, the, just he's currently on the off. fence. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I put him the, in his the, office. P- police, police intel on him. <laughs> oh, my God. Police Shoot intel on, on him. <laughs> um isn't particularly like clear they don't really have anything on him they're not really sure he's he's a pretty upstanding member of society so um it's not like they can pull him in for questioning or anything but they're a little bit concerned obviously if, if the if the elves are marching and the humans are marching and the dwarves are going to join the elves it could turn into a full-on pitch battle in the middle of the city so they're kind of they just they need they need to know that so that this is basically what you're trying to do get some intel okay um well i presume he's got so if we're walking up to his office i'll go up and just knock on the door uh, yes, yeah, so you 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 walk up. You walk up. You know, there's there's plenty of dwarves working away on these um, on benches, making things. You know, none of you are particularly mechanically minded, so you're not really sure what it is they are making. But it's it involves a lot of hammering. Um, oh God, I, w- I wish I went now. Someone else babysit the fucking idiot. <laughs> you're, you're you're outside currently. No. Uh, yeah, so they're 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 making things. It's it's you know it's an it's an iron ironworks. They they're producing things for the city to sell. Uh, you, you you get upstairs and you get to quite well, it's quite quite a nice office really. It's um you can see it's got windows sort of facing out so you can see everything that's going on on the factory floor. But as you get up, you can't see through the door. You just see a large kind of mahogany door with um iron tooth esquire sort of in gold leaf letters on it okay uh, i i woke up and i just knock on it politely any response right all right what's up <laughs> oh my god Is that, sorry what was that come in you're right what's up oh, okay. you coming in or what uh i'll open the door yeah so i'll i'll walk in and what do i see uh so you walk in and you see what is kind of uh it's just difficult to describe really like like what new money thinks is classy kind of office uh 
not really, really <laughs> tasteless. But, you know, there's there's kind of expensive items that don't really need to be expensive in there. Yeah, and TK Maxx. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a big, it's a big, he's got a big desk, you know, sort of a quite, quite imposing desk. Uh, he's got a large leather chair, but it's not, it's not kind of old and it doesn't give off the air of sort of old money. It's, it's much kind of newer and expensive. He's, he's obviously, he's obviously doing quite well for himself. So flashy. Okay. Yeah, but a, a, a little bit flashy, but it's, it's not, I say it's not tacky. Okay. Um, Gregorio so he's, he's, kind of... He's, he's, sat behind this desk and he's, he's sort of looking at you incredulous like not incredulous but he's a bit bit kind of like who are you exactly but he hasn't said anything yet okay um gregory will kind of step into the room proper and uh, kind of give him a brief sort of nod and go uh mr iron thank you for taking a moment to see me i am professor haskell from the uh, university and this is special constable knight would we have a few moments of your time to ask you a couple of quick questions? I assure you we won't take long. We we haven't had really a very good experience with the police in the Dwarven community recently. Well, uh, we're new to the force, so I'm sure we wouldn't bring any of the old habits you're used to. We really won't take much of your time. We wanted to ask you a couple of questions about the uh, events of in two days' time, day and a half. Well, look, I mean, you don't really strike me as the usual copper, to be honest. I mean, I've never known the police to recruit anyone who wasn't a human before, and <sighs> no, 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 no offence to you or anything, but you just don't strike me as a normal copper. Um, but so maybe we can have a bit of a bit of a discourse. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, so, Ta- um, go, go on. T- take a seat. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, we, uh, we'll sit down. Actually, can I quickly scan the room? I want to see if there's like any like you know traps or you know guns pointed somewhere. You're so think. suspicious. I'm incredibly um, suspicious. Yeah. So I mean, not nothing. Nothing. Well, do you want to do a perception actually, just to kind of see what you see? I can do. Twenty. Yeah. So um, nothing. Nothing too untoward, though. You kind of notice there's 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 a rather old dwarven axe mounted on the wall looks like a kind of a family heirloom and it kind of catches your eye because it's it's the one thing that isn't new and immaculate in this office um it's 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 incredibly sharp you can if you know much about dwarven history Mm. you do speak dwarvish no i don't i speak elvish and orcish and that's a 23 though uh 23 for history that's going to be uh, my expertise. Okay, so, I mean, it looks. I mean, you you don't know anything about this this specific axe, um, because you'd have to have some pretty pretty specific dwarven knowledge um, and be able to read the runes on it. But it looks to you like uh, it's it's a pretty ancient axe. It's probably a family heirloom. It's probably something that's been passed down to to him um, from kind of you know father to son kind of thing. It probably predating the kind of current human empires and perhaps even into antiquity um, when the elder races were kind of a bit more powerful than they are now. It's it's also, and only Grigori would really notice this, but it also looks incredibly sharp. But it's not it's not kind of, 
He's not reaching for it. He's not. He doesn't feel threatened, and they don't look like there's any particular traps in the room. Okay. Well, thank you very much for uh, taking the time to, to meet with us. You do have a, a really excellent-looking factory and a very tasteful office, if I may say so. That piece looks particularly wonderful. Um, so I can see that you're clearly a man of, of, of good taste and um, entrepreneurial spirit. Um, Gregory? Yes, yes. Um, looks, uh, looks quite ancient, that actually. It's a very, very impressive piece. Glad that you've kept it in such good condition through all the years. Yeah, well, that was me dad's axe, you know. You just kind of keep these things to remind yourself of where you came from, really. I mean, I grew up a few streets away, right in the middle of the slums, and this whole area, you know, there weren't really any dwarven factories around till I came along. There were lots of, like, little workshops and that, but nothing really kind of, nothing with any real growth, you know. So, I've just kind of, like, progressed it a little bit, moved it along. You've certainly made a name for yourself. It's uh, been impressive to see such, as my uh, as my friend here says, entrepreneurial spirit. So, to cut to the chase here a little, uh, Mr. Iron Teeth, we're aware of the uh, events coming up, and we're wondering if you might be in the path of these... Uh... Well, he's the word protests, should we say, events, and where you stand on the matter. Uh, make me a persuasion check. Six. <laughs> so he kind of looks at you and goes, sounds a lot like you're trying to suck me off, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> now, you try to ask if I'm going to get involved with all this bollocks going on with this elf? No, 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 no. I think you misunderstand me quite significantly. I'm just wondering if, uh, if, as a respectable man of industry, you have a, a position in these troubles. Uh, okay, make me another persuasion check. I'll uh, add to that to aid, so you get advantage. Oh, well, well uh, got an 18. Don't you, you might not, might not need it, but... Might not need it. Yeah. You can try it anyway, yeah. Well, I'll just add to that. Well, you're, as my friend says, you're clearly a pillar of the community, so I'm sure you, you know, have some thoughts on the matter. Uh, Yeah, 19 for persuasion. Well, you see, we don't really get involved too much with the problems of the elves, like, but today, maybe, well, I don't know. It, It seems like he's been a bit... Stitched up, really. I. The sounds of the case doesn't really sound like he's. Well, he's done it, really. So. And uh, will you be keeping the the factory open that day? <sighs> he he kind of smiles at you, uh, like you just have no business now at all. The factory doesn't close for anything, mate. Love, it just. It just I'd lose money. That's what I Just... thought. Yes, and further to that point, losing money is bad all round. I can assure you that getting involved in protests, getting involved in riots, the riots in general, they affect bottom lines. Bottom lines, don't you think? I'll get you to make me a pers- uh, persuasion check with advantage there to 
With advantage. Yeah. yeah, well, obviously, because he's got the... Um... The shit on. 12, because yeah. I'm really not persuasive at all. Did you use friend? Yeah, he's got... That's what gives him the advantage. Yeah. And uh, I didn't cast friends on him, but... Well you, did, well, you did already, but it was only for a minute a while ago, so... Uh, it's, I, cast, it's, it's part... I cast friends on the other guy. I, I haven't cast friends on him, but... I like oh, no, you haven't. My no, argument no. was just so convincing, I got advantage. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, I, I, mean, I, was, I was giving... Yeah, that's true, but I'll give it to you anyway. Um, you still, still only got a 12, so... Yeah. <laughs> he kind of looks at you shrewdly. Yeah, he's kind of weighing up what you just said to him. Now he's trying to suck me off now. <laughs> right, I don't really care, to be honest. I'm not... I was, I've been polite to you, because you're coming from the police, like, but now, I'm, to be honest, I just just get out of my, fac- my factory. That's fine. I think we found out what we need to find out. Right, well, don't let the door hit you in your ass on the way out. Good day to you, sir. Right, well, we should probably find uh, Bob and the idiot. Yes, let's see what they've been up to. Hopefully they didn't set fire to the factory. For themselves. Hmm. Hello. Uh, we, uh, so, we wander out and down and find you two. Is it, well, all that's been going on. Uh, has Bob just had hold of me the whole time? I kind of forgot I was holding you. So, so Bob's been just kind of staring off into space while holding you as you're fidgeting. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I was actually going to say that if he was holding me the whole time, I've probably given up fidgeting and decided I'm having cuddles. <laughs> and I will go to sleep on his chest like a small child. <laughs> uh, okay. He looks sweet when he's silent. Did that work? Did it work? Yeah. Oh, he doesn't seem to have too much of a position, Just, but he's probably more on the side of the elves than anything else. Not but surprising, it, but it, I suppose. Even, really. He just doesn't think the elf did it. Yeah, well, I, I mean, was... yeah. But they're not going to do anything or get involved or close shop or pick up a mighty sharp axe and well, I think join the crowds. I'd guess the most they might do is maybe supply some weapons to the elves. It's always a you, possibility. I wasn't convinced that was going to happen. Yeah. You know, no one thought to insight check him at any point, no? No. No. Okay. I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Reasonable assumption. He probably doesn't want the massive racist to win. He went so far to his factory. Should we go back? Sorry, I think I, ju- I just forgot my bag here. <laughs> I'm just going to have my pencil. I'll walk in, cast friends on him, and ask, will you tell him the truth? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can try your, your with advantage persuasion oh. and see get any better we should have we should have done the colombo as we were leaving just <laughs> just one more thing <laughs> i mean yeah so yeah so nobody inside checked him but as far as we know it is probably on the side of the elves but it doesn't sound like he wants to get involved because it'll cost him money if he does yeah so i don't think he's even going to bother supplying anyone with anything because he's just what... so worried it's... with his bottom line and making money and well yeah, well, he's bother. unless he has some other interest that we don't know about. I'm yeah. sure he's incredibly honest. <laughs> so... This is all out of character because Uncle's asleep. True. <laughs> he sleep talks. But, he's very perceptive in his sleep. Um, I do apologise. I think I held him too much. Um, I think he's snoring. Should I wake him? Mm, 
That will depend if you want to carry me around the city. (laughs) I'm happy for him not to talk anymore. Keep him asleep, would you? As you wish. So, let's go find this elf. Did you actually find the information out? Well, from this guy, yeah. I don't really know what we wanted to get off him. We were just trying to find out basically who side he was on. And and whether whether well, more, I mean, the, the police kind of know he's he's the one that's more likely to be sympathetic to the elves, mm. but they didn't know if he was going to. Basically, they want to know if he's going to get involved. It doesn't really. sound like it. Yeah, well, it's not good for business to get involved. Yeah, let's put him down as a unlikely to get involved, but I don't think we got too much <laughs> out of him. We'll put him down as a maybe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Literally, got no information. He's one of those guys that'll just message us like two hours into the event going, oops, I slipped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take it as is. Okay, well, you, got, you, got, you, you got to meet him at least, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, he seemed like a great I, guy. I, Let's have him run for dinner. And I can, I really, really can try to stop doing accents now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Were you channeling your inner Paul Hollywood? Uh, no, actually, I was, I was, yeah, I was going for, for more dwarfish in this area. Mm. Uh, Yes. I thought you were that kind of X Factor. Well, as, as long as like something reference. wasn't me, that's all that matters. Right, what are you guys doing now? Elf. Jello uh, shop. Elf? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, we're getting the omnibus again. Uh, yeah, how late is it now? Uh, so it's kind of just, just after lunchtime, really, now. You've, you've, you've been around pretty pretty quickly. You didn't spend all that long with each each of these people. You've pretty much gone in and gone, hey, guys, you get involved with this. And they've gone, uh, maybe. And you've gone, okay, cool. And off you've gone. So, <laughs> uh, you know, time... it's probably, probably, probably early afternoon now. We, we took less time in game than we have in real life. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. As is often the case. Yeah, yeah. it's really often. It's been a long case. time, like with banter and. <laughs> what if we have a quick six-hour nap? In the middle of the street, you know, or on the omnibus, just riding round. On the omnibus, that's a great idea. <laughs> on the omnibus, are we short resting technically? Uh, you can. Uh... I'll have a cat nap. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm asleep. asleep. I say you know it. It can be a short rest. For me yeah. personally, I asked that question. Actually, I. I don't care about having short rest. So if anyone else wants it, though, I do not rest. Yeah, I mean, for the, for the, it, w- w- not every time you get the omnibus will it be a short rest, but because you're, it's going to be like about another hour to get to where you're going. Uh, yeah, you can you can have a short rest on this one. I I, I have not used anything, so you, you pretty pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty much just wound everyone up. <laughs> in, As in per game. usual. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> okay. Well so... done. So you're going to jump on the omnibus again and head on over. That's another piece to... of silver, is it? Yes, it is. Yes. To Serethian Sons. The tailors on Cavendish Square. Let Actually, me... Uh... Matt? Yeah? So when I say when everyone's resting, I'm literally just immobile, aren't I? Uh, you, you, you basically just... Yeah, just, just... You just... You kind of go into power-saving mode, basically. Okay, cool. Just checking. Uh, oh, just, just, just so I know, I'll, I'll show you, um, show you guys Carl Ironsooth. I don't think I showed him to you a second ago. So, what does he look like? Oh, yeah, cool. Show it to players. There you go. Huh. Yeah, I'm saying that as in, do you want to explain it to everybody else? Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, so Carl, <laughs> he, he, he looks like a dwarf. Funnily enough, he's um, he's got a big bulbous nose. He's got a shaved head with a kind of tattoo running down one side in in dwarf, dwarfish script. Uh, he's got a big bushy beard. He's he's squat. He's 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 a dwarf. 
great um, big bushy beard. Yeah. Um, so you're going to roll on up to the stop outside Serethian Sons, Taylor's one, or on the same street anyway, as. And I'll show you that now. Ooh, so nice. it's the kind of the, the it's the middle of the of those shops actually, not the one nearest to you. Um, you see the, the glass window. Mm-hmm. Side. Looks like a tailor's, but with two floors above it. Yeah, basically, yeah. So it's obviously yeah, with housing above it and some living space above there. Like a yeah, typical Victorian street. Yeah, so it's, it's it's situated on a quite quite a desirable street. You know, you can tell it's it's, it's the street of tailors, really, uh, with with big high glass windows either side the door. Latest fashions and military uniforms from some of the more famous regiments displayed in the windows, and then tastefully picked out along sort of across each window uh, in an arc is Serethian Sons gentlemen's outfitters, kind of gold leaf lettering. I'll um, motion okay. to Bob and say, you. I think you said you were in the military, right? Indeed. Bob doesn't wear clothes. <laughs> yes, but he might have an in if this this person supplies supplies to the military. Why doesn't Bob go in with you, given that I'm not a gentleman and Jeff wears monk garb? <laughs> Is Jeff still asleep? No, Jeff was awake. I was asleep. No, Jeff was asleep. Oh, okay. It- in your arms, but then, then you you kind of all got on the omnibus. I'm assuming yeah. you woke up so at some I, point I, on the I, bus. I would now be awake because yeah. you were pre- you were pretty pretty cramped on the bus. I mean, I know, did we just leave? Me. Did we just leave Jeff on the omnibus? Spends the rest of the campaign just going around the city <laughs> on the bus, looking at the sights, <laughs> <laughs> bouncing up and down in his seat. <laughs> I'll be stood on the top shouting at everybody. I'm the finest. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> I am the one and oh, there's so there's, many. <laughs> I was gonna say there's so many songs you can like montage Jeff's like just you know sightseeing to. <laughs> What's the monkeyest uh, of them? The monkeyest. Yeah, like not not monkey as in <laughs> yeah. monkey as in like monk. Uh, what was that again? I guess probably. Pro- Karate Kid's pretty close, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say, yeah. Miyagi might as well be a monk. Yeah. Mm. Uh, cool. How many cultures uh, is that just insulting? Uh, a few. Hit a, we'll hit a spectrum. Get it, sir. On theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, come on then, Bob. Let's go talk to an elf. Okay. I will see so, if he has any... Um, so are the others just staying items? outside, yeah? I, I was going to say, as soon as I speak... Elvish, can I not go in? I speak Elvish. I also speak Elvish. I do not. Wow, we all speak like one language <laughs> that isn't normal. Except Bob. Yeah, but Except let's Bob. all go in. Fuck it. Okay. I mean, if it helps. Yeah, it might be like nice hats. Yeah, exactly. I could. We could be pretending to get some clothes for the half elf. Do we actually have a plan for what we're going to say to this guy to convince him to tell, uh, tell us his secrets? Hello. There is no secret. He's We're just got to tell us when he's well, watching. Well, yeah, we'll just say the fact that we'll go from the opposite spectrum of the fact that we are outsiders too. Actually, we are all minorities here, except for yeah. maybe Hookson. Um, um, yeah. So I wait outside then. <laughs> Why don't I just tell him that I want to join his march because I believe what he, him and the other elves, considering I am a half elf. Yeah, do oh, that. Are you a half elf? I am a half elf. Uh, not that I like really to admit it, but you know. 
Yeah. You're not really sure that you know that you're a half-elf and in, in, in know what that means, do you? Hello, fellow elf. Yeah. Let's do elf things. So you, you, you go in and then and you're going to try and convince him to that, that, that you're going to join it and the rest of them are just going to kind of stand there. I'll, I'm uh, going to wait outside then, if that's the plan. Well, I, whatever they want to do, uh, yeah. But I, I think that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tell him that I, I want to join the cause and see what he says. All right, I'll go with you. Okay. Is Bob coming too, or is he waiting outside? I will go. I will Dick. go inside, uh, just to make sure that I don't need to rip the half elf away. Even though, actually, no, actually, I don't speak the language. So, what's the fucking point? If you're all going to be speaking Elvish. Apart from the mic speak common, but... Okay, yeah, I'll uh, just stand in the background looking at some fabrics. I mean, he's, he's, he's a gentleman's outfitter in the middle of the city. Yeah, he probably um, speaks common, but... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well, I was just wondering whether or not you were just going to try and speak to him in Elvish. Uh, so- I, I am mainly because I'm guessing it's, n- it's not a matter that he would openly speak about. Okay, yeah. Well, you know. yeah. So we'll have to use our persuasion here and charm. Things we have so much of. Yeah. Who's got good so persuasion? You, you, I'm, persuasion? What's your persuasion like, look. Jeff? Uh, a look. Not to metagame at all, but... No. <laughs> we don't like metagaming here. <laughs> Not great. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Was that a faux pas? No, no, no. We, we no, do that they, all the time. They metagame constantly. Yeah, yeah. Constantly. we are really bad for it. <laughs> we just, we just, I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, it's, it's deciding things like out of character with knowledge your character wouldn't have. Yeah. So it's like me looking at his yeah, character but, sheet and going, "You speak Elvish, go yeah, speak but, to but him." But if I was there, I could I could look at Jeff and make a an educated guess as to Whether his persuasion skills, and you go, <laughs> "You, you you're a, a, you're pr- a charming sh- doofus. Why don't you lead us in this?" <laughs> you're, 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 you're pretty sure from how long you've known him now that he isn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. Let me phrase it this way. How pointy are your ears? Interesting. So, um, um, Speciesist. Interesting. Ooh, I'm not a freak. Oh, yeah, that's very true. That's true, yeah. You've been called a freak, and strangely enough, they will probably have been clipped since everything is done to try and make me look more human. Okay. Uh, I think, so I think, that I'm not I think, persecuted. I think that was something that you that we did discuss when you were creating your it, character. It was, yes. So, so yeah, uh, his his ears have been clipped to make them look more human. You can, you can show your ear stars. Why didn't I exactly? <laughs> Why didn't you shave? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, shave all the hair off, and you're still a giant naked cat. that's not body shame (laughs) I wish I was a giant naked cat I'll be be a naked pussy (laughs) a shaved pussy in fact I'll be a shaved pussy (laughs) okay (laughs) sorry so if you're walking in I'm going to show you a picture of the interior of Serafian Sons so you can see that oh it's fancy swish yeah, so you know, there's a nice big marble fireplace in the centre to keep the get the um, the customers nice and warm as they're they're changing between uh, different outfits they're trying on their tailored equipment and the um, sort of there's 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 fabrics lining the walls around uh... in a tailor's no way 
do you want me to describe these things or not? Or just say, <laughs> um, so it's, 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 it's very it's very clean. It looks like it's it's sort of cleaned almost between guests. It's quite a discerning gentleman's establishment. Um, a tall, slender elf in an immaculate suit is definitely measuring up uh, some grey fabric with some chalk over uh, at a desk in the corner. And he's gonna he turns around as he hears the door go, and he kind of it's a sort of a little you see almost a glimmer quickly of a sort of confused expression across his face before it's immediately replaced by a smile. Oh, hello. And um, can I can I help you at all? Are you in the market for a new suit by any chance? All of you? <laughs> Ooh, jaunty. Yeah, we've got a fancy uh, gig we're going to. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Um, how may I help? Um, I would like a nice hat. Hat, you say? Well, oh, uh, strong... Um, uh, uh, Gentlemen, as you may recall, you can refer to me as either. Well, I have long since this 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 is a gentleman's outfit, I'm afraid. So exactly. we are rather limited on uh, what we stock. But a sort tall, imposing gentleman as yourself, oh, and, uh, ex ex military, perhaps. Indeed, have have you ever uh, fitted out military? Oh, we fit out all the finest and most fashionable regiments in the city. Uh, if you look behind me and up, up around and in, in our window as well, you can see some of the more you know, famous regiments, the um, the Republican Guard and the, uh, the the 17th Lancers over there as well. Yes, very, very nice uniform. The, the ladies do love pink. Indeed. Um, I would require something, well, a bit more serviceable than the fanciness that i see here while we're doing this could i just have a reception of the room yeah i was gonna say is there other people in here with us or is it just the the four of us uh well you can make make you make your perception check anyway yeah, um, oh Go sorry on. yep uh okay so yes it, it is a definitely a tailor shop um yeah. it's it's you, you're probably not hugely familiar with them from your background but but is there anything it's, interesting it, in it? There, well, apart from sort of fancy military uniforms, fabrics, and sort of tape measures, chalk, scissors, um, things, no, nothing really particularly of, of any interest to I you. I was just I looking think. for anything shiny that I might pocket. Well, there's 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 definitely um, a row of gold buttons that look like they're stitched tunics, etc. So um, perhaps you you'd be interested in those. Uh, yeah, he, he's he is the you are the only customers in there at the moment. It looks like it's, if not a point by appointment only, it's certainly the kind of establishment that you generally would have uh, your people make an appointment there. Okay. I've um, um, rolled a quick perception just to look around the street outside. I just want to see if anyone's like you know watching the shop or looks a bit suspicious in the road. That's a twenty-five. Uh, interestingly, actually, you do kind of catch someone that you wouldn't really expect to see on a street like this, uh, kind of a, a bit more disheveled. Uh, it almost looks like they've been they, maybe following you, but he sort of ducks down an alleyway. There's, there's lots of people on the street, so you kind of lose sight of him. All right. I won't, I won't react. I'll just keep like leaning against the, uh, side of the wall. Good mm. shout, Cookson. I just go, I'll just, um, go and look at the buttons a bit more closely while, uh, Bob has the chat. Um, 
also for my friend here my uh oh sorry what was your name Is it... uh, john my name no the the half elf over there Billington is my name, I believe, you'll find. And uh, what I'm here is, uh, I'm actually, I'm quite interested in the, uh, the the march that you seem to be making in uh, the next couple of days. And I'm interested in joining your cause. Uh, is there any way that I may help? I'm going to say all that in Elvish, so Bob doesn't really know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, that's fine. He kind, of, he kind of looks at you. He looks. He kind of passes, looking looking at your face. He sees your ears, but the smile never leaves his face. And he goes, "Ah, excellent! Some more concerned citizens about the justice in this city." Does he sell this in, say this in Elvish? Uh, no, no, he speaks in common okay, okay, because you. he doesn't know the rest of you speak Elvish. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Thanks. What do you mean, some more? Well, um. I, I hope you've heard this, this this terrible business about a fine, upstanding elven gentleman. Um, Anna Twilight, the poor, poor chap. He was he's been accused of murdering the woman he was seeing. It's quite awful, quite awful. And do you know what the worst of it is? He was he was actually convicted of it. In a court of this very city. It's disgraceful. There was absolutely no evidence at all pointing to him. He loved her. He's a kind, gentle soul. He would never kill anyone. Grigori's going to enter the shop, but then not come over to you guys. He's just going to like browse around as if he doesn't know any of you. Okay. Um... okay. Oh, hello, sir. Um, I'm just seeing some customers right at this moment, but I'll be over with you shortly. Oh, not a problem. Okay. Um start him while talking to him and pocket a button. Uh, you can try. <laughs> what would I have to roll for button pocketing? Sleight of hand. Sleight of hand check, yeah. That's a twenty. Give me give me a sec, yeah, that was a twenty. Um see if he spots anything. With uh Gregory's passive perception of twenty one, I watch you do the syndicate. <laughs> Uh, do you do you do you look at her as she does it, or is it just kind of a? I, I see everything. I know, but you you actually do you look at her? I just see it happen. I, I don't know. I guess my eyes are just darting around the room constantly as I uh, oh, wander well. around and browse things. Okay, okay. Ah, yes, I see you spotted the um, yes, the very nice buttons there we have for some of the officers' tunics. Yes, very nice, aren't they? Mm, I've seen better. I wasn't talking to you, he was talking to me. Oh. Talking, yeah, I was talking to, yeah. Uh, I'm the one mixing a button. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Gregory's in the corner. And, 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 and he rolled a 21, sorry. Nice. <laughs> <Guys>. Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, what can you tell me about these? Ah, oh, you see, we only use these on the finest officers' tunics. Very expensive. Very, very, very fetching, though. Um, some of, the, some of the, uh, the guards' regiments have these on their tunics. I mean, only the... Yeah, the ones with private incomes, of course. Uh, can I can I see that one that you've just popped in your pocket there? Tell you what, I'll do you a wager for it. I'm not really a betting man, and that is my button. I bet I can persuade you. 
She's not letting us go, Matt. <laughs> she wants a fucking button. She is a cat. It's so shiny! <laughs> With that persuasion, love. Not that shiny. I was say, give him the button back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I wanted a button. <laughs> Fine, I'll reluctantly give him the button. <laughs> He, he 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 very gently plucks it out of your hand and tucks it very quickly into his pocket and then he he just he just very 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 gently kind of almost kind of guides your your view to some of the nice tunics he has up there as he moves the rest of the buttons away <laughs> <laughs> so yes i mean i'd be i'd be more than happy for you all to join us we're 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 gathering together and we're going to very peacefully march through the city to to kind of protest this frankly ghastly treatment of what is absolutely an innocent man and do you know that the humans are going to be waiting outside the prison to smash some heads in you can see his gaze falls he did not know this information i see well it won't dissuade Honest people. Um, if the police, I take it you've heard of. Oh, sorry. What's that? Go on. Yeah, just going to take an insight on the things that you said previously, if that's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go. Yeah, sorry. Go. Too many, too many voices. Sorry. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... You know, the most, the most honest elf alive. <laughs> can I, can I also insight him because I've just been watching this the whole time. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> Matt's like, fuck it. <laughs> Seventeen. Okay. Um. So you you kind of you kind of have an inkling that that per, that perhaps this is his kind of professional demeanor that he's yeah you know, putting on a little bit of a character for this this is this is what he does for business this is what he does for work he's very good at it so he's very very polite very very friendly to everyone in his shop front uh, whenever they come in. You know, you you do actually kind of think that perhaps he is he is genuinely pleased that you might be interested. He, but he's also when when he was told that the humans would be counter marching, he he did not know about that, and that is that is a blow. Okay. He, he has he's he's possibly fairly fairly confident of which humans that might be. I was going to say, does the name? Uh, I can't remember the name. Gregory, what's his name? Alf. Oh yeah, does the name Alf Skaggins mean anything to you? You kind of, you can almost, those of you who, who know Elvish, you kind of see his lips form an Elvish kind of swear. But he doesn't say it because his professional demeanour kicks in. He is. So I see, I see him twitch. I've heard the name, yes. What does this have to do with anything? You're not very clever, are you? Ooh. That was in my head. That was in my head. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say we need we need him on our side. And yeah. Telling him he's stupid. So I, I'd like to say to him in Elvis, he's the human who's going to be counter marching. Look, whilst that doesn't surprise me, why why are you telling me this? What what why do you have this information? You you can't possibly be with them surely no we're special constables we're here to keep the uh, peace 
Oh, the police, the police. Yes, well, we have some very nice uniforms in probably your sizes, in fact, in the back. Uh, the police don't don't give us quite as much um, trade as the, the regiments, you know, don't get paid quite as well. But um, yes, we could we could certainly sort you out with some police uniforms. He's going to clam up now that we said we're police. No. Yep. I'd like to say an Elvish. I think you know we're not here for uniforms. Look, the only thing that I'd be interested in you being here about is if you're here to reinvestigate the murder scene. If you're trying to, if you're going to reopen that investigation and you're going to come up with something less than this, this frankly circus the police produced last time, then I'd be interested in helping you. Otherwise, uh, I, I'm going to have to ask you to leave and I'll help this gentleman here behind you. Well, tell us what you've got and we'll happily consider the merits of investigating the case. Look, they were lovers. Bleakwell was a human. Twilight was an elf. People didn't like that very much. He was a ve- he is a very nice man. He's now rotting away in a jail cell, awaiting sentence, potentially awaiting a death sentence for the murder of a woman he loved with all his heart. They say that she was shot with an elvish arrow in her bedroom by him. Why would a human have an elvish arrow? Why why would he use an elvish arrow? This is the, yes, this is the 1800s. We haven't used arrows for hundreds of years. If he was going to kill her, he'd have used a, a blunt instrument or a gun or something. Not an arrow, but of course, those racists, they hear an, hear an arrow and they think elf, obviously. Hmm. Can uh, you tell, tell us where the, the, the crime scene, where, where the crime happened? Yes, like, it's, yeah. it's at her, well, hovel, I would say. Uh, Do you have the address? I can, if you, if you got a map or something something i could i can mark it on it doesn't really have an address it doesn't really have a street name i've wandered these streets for a fair many years if you can give me landmarks actually do we have a map sorry guys just draw it with chalk on the floor and we'll have a look at we'll recall it perfectly okay I'll, i'll 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 draw it on my table then quickly um so it's it's over in um over in Flotsam District, which is sort of by the docks. It's kind of where dock workers and, you know, people, quite a lot of unsavory characters would live. There, there are some sort of very, very cheap accommodation around there. And it looks like she had a well, an upstairs of a house. Hmm, interesting how Matt referred to the docks earlier. And all of a sudden, now we're going to the docks. She's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 all on the city map, guys. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, that's a river. <laughs> right. Um, uh, you you as a the, 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 those of you who have the um, annotated maps can tell the others where it is. So, but, but, but you, you it's, it's pretty, you know it it doesn't to be honest it doesn't really matter for the narrative but it's there anyway. So. So do you know right. anything else about? either her or him or anything else that may have been that may be of use in our investigation how well do you know them 
to be so sure of what you're saying. Twilight was a good man. He was down on his luck a little bit. He'd been picking up our jobs down that down those streets from people who, to be to be frank, have very little money of their own. I I take a keen interest in the elven community, and I'd met him a couple of times before. He was he was a very nice, not a very smart, but a very nice elf. And I'd never met her, but it was clear clear to me that he would never have murdered her. He's inside like, Jack. Yeah, inside Jack. What we all say, isn't it? What? what inside Jack? Inside Jack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, he... 19. He, he's being straight up with you. He really does not believe. And uh, that could be, you, you think, maybe because he doesn't really believe... He, he doesn't believes, want to believe. He doesn't want to believe all because he believes that that no elf would do such a thing. But but he he in his heart he truly believes that that it's 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 just a lie and it's all. It, I mean even the police kind of admit that it. Well the the police that you've met anyway admit that it was it was bad business. Thank you, Taylor. I'm happy to go on go on my way now and and, and investigate. I don't suppose I could convince you to. Uh to trade that for a, a shiny button. Look, I gave you information for your job, and you want me also to give you one of my gold buttons, which weigh uh, just over a crown each, so would cost just over a crown. Pay no. you a crown for it. You will pay me a crown for my golden button? I'll buy a button off you. Okay, that'll be one crown... And two shillings, please. What? You said a crown? It's just, just over, over a crown. <laughs> Go on, make it a crown. And you... I can't imagine you'll be purchasing much else from my store. And I don't particularly feel like I need to keep in any good favour with you. So I will give you one for one crown and two shillings. While this transaction is going on, I'm going to point... I'm going to cast a message at both uh, Knight and Bob. And just the same message to both of them. We were followed. You're not telling um, Jeff that, no? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Which, uh, by the way, when I cast message at you, you can reply telepathically back as well. Oh, okay. Is is it only one? I think it's only one thing back, isn't it? Like a a sentence or something back. Uh, it doesn't last for like. It's, one it's not round, a whole. So it's yeah, six so it's six seconds basically. So you've got oh, a chance to basically say a sentence back. Yeah. Um. What would I say to that? I would say. I'll get the button and go. Can 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 you can you do it telepathically to Bob? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good point. I mean, yeah, but it but kind of just sounds like... like a whisper in your ear, technically. Yeah. I know, but, but how's Bob going to reply? Well, I guess yeah, he must 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 be sentient in some way. So yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, I say um, nice spot um, next task that's the next task basically right I think that's yeah mm-hmm. I'll hand over the cash and we can make a move I was still looking at the hats oh, well I just bought my butt are any of these in my size sir uh, the ha- sorry sorry the, the hats Yes. Uh, yes. Um, I can have one made in your size. You've got a, 
slightly larger head than my standard customer, but I could certainly get one made in your size. Um, uh, well, I was looking for something that I could wear out of the shop. Thank you very much for your help. That's, 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 that's quite all right. I mean, they, they, the hats started about um, 10 crowns and up. So okay. if you're interested, do, do feel free to pop back. We may do that with some information for you. After all, we're, we're tailors and we tailor to fit you. Yes, please, 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 I implore you, investigate this crime. And then I start walking out. Implores us, but but not enough to give me a button for a discount. It's because you tried to nick it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to steal shit first and he might be nice to you. I mean, to be fair, it was a good roll from him. You, you, you wouldn't have spotted it otherwise, but yeah. We can acknowledge I have the button now. You do have the button, okay, yes. You, you had to pay for it, but you have it now. It's in your, it's, it's, it's clenched firmly in your paw. Nice job. Okay, so are you, are you are you all making your way out? Um, yeah, I'm gonna wait behind actually, while everybody else leaves. Okay. Well, unless unless Cookson's hanging around because well, I know well, he hasn't said yet. Yeah, he's 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 gonna. Um, Serethi's gonna come and speak, try and speak to um, to Grigori because he thinks he's the next customer. He's not made the connection that they're all together yet. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, and by the way, yeah, it's a quick picture. I don't think I showed you of. Um, so, of uh, Serethi, just one sec. Mm. Oh, not what I expected at all. Kind of, kind of like a like a stronger jawed, legless, really. Um, mm. I mean, but 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 he's 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 Maybe in a his dad in a fine suit. Yeah, yeah, possibly. What was uh, his dad called? He, he is he is he is quite he is he he's an elf. So although he's he's probably probably in his eighties, but you know he he looks like he's in his in his thirties. He's, he's he's very clean cut, very professional looking. He's got he's got quite long hair of the elven style, but he's in a very sort of human looking suit. He's not not really got any kind of decorations on to suggest. Other than the ears suit. and the long hair. Well, like 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 sorry, you'd imagine a kind of Victorian suit to be. There's there's no, there's no kind of um, cultural decoration on there. I just like the thought of a, a human suit, like many exactly. black, like an Edgar suit. <laughs> 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 he's dressed like a human <laughs> with the skin just slightly off yeah yeah no he's 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 just wearing a, a suit suit anyway um so he's you're staying behind with that yeah yeah i'm gonna continue looking at the fabrics and whatnot okay i leave i leave um when he comes over to me i'm just gonna Yes, well, your, your wares seem interesting. All I'm really looking for is a nice hat. Have you got anything in my side? <laughs> ah, of course. Uh, yes, uh, you're from the university, aren't you? I can tell by your garb. Uh, yes. Yes, uh, we, we have some very, very fine um, wizard's hats, actually. Um, you know, arc- arcane symbols on the inside, spaces to um, to store some, perhaps, spells, scrolls, etc. All hidden away very tastefully. Mm, how much? Uh, start, starting at about um, about 20, 20 uh, crowns. Mm. Well, how about I do a deal on that? I've not seen much of your wares at the university, but that hat is quite intriguing. What if I um, what if I wear it and spread around, you know, a few whispers of where I got it from? What would that do to for us? He 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 he, he kind of smiles at you and he says. Perhaps I could give you a slight discount, but uh, excellent, excellent. But 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 in all, all honesty, you know, Serethian Sons is is very well known in the city. So 
We, but but at the university, perhaps not. So yes, maybe maybe we'll call it fifteen. Fifteen. That sounds more amenable. Thank you. I'll hand over that. Yep. Cool. So kind of kind of it's, it's, it, it looks on the outside like it like just a very very nice kind of top hat, quite quite fashionable and not too tall. But inside, it's it's kind of it, it, into into the velvet of the top hat. There are some some sigils. In sort of that you can only see as it shimmers and then inside there's there's kind of some space to store things very very neatly very very carefully designed around the head so it's still very comfortable to wear but it kind of gives you an extra bit of space to hide maybe something that you wouldn't want to find cool that was awesome i want a fucking hat well you, you see if you, if you pop back because he doesn't have anything in your size <laughs> you can get one <laughs> <laughs> if i order something you may get one Flo. for fuck's sake he said but that <laughs> basically he is a yeah he's you know he's a tailor's he tailors things to people and to be fair like it's not like i can go into any shop really and find something for me no exactly you don't really wear clothes you are no a... <laughs> i just wanted to see if i look like cool in it maybe oh, you've you... got a scarf or something or oh, you, scarf! Or you you could have got a comically small top hat to perch at an angle. On oh. Top. <laughs> oh yeah. As part of my character, FYI, I'm very exact in my appearance, even though I don't actually wear necessarily um, trousers as you would, or a skirt. Yeah. No, but you don't have any genitalia to hide, so it's no, fine. No, no. Uh, it's m- just m- hanging out. Yeah. I, don't know, I heard <laughs> some rumours earlier. <laughs> it kind of, kind, of, kind of works on a piston. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> comes out of a, of, a, of a concealable compartment. Uh, <laughs> uh, Is it hydraulic? Yeah, machine. <laughs> um, yeah. So you, you could have bought a small sort of comical bowler hat or top hat, but that would have been hilarious. Maybe, maybe next time. Next time yeah. you, you, you might want to pop back to him if you decide. Have a wanna... heads up, DM. If you want to investigate, get it. It's up, yeah, I, I did get it, but I tried to move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I tried and failed. Um, so, are you? Um, so, you step. You all step all outside now, except. Uh, for... Yeah, I bought the hat, and then I'll just leave. As if that was the only reason I was there. Are you, are you leaving now as well? All I'm going to do is just before I leave, um, I'm going to offer my handshake and. Just say, when it comes to the march, you need anything, you let me know. And then I'm going to leave after let shaking his hand. How? how does he let you know? Trust me. What? <laughs> okay. Um, he, he Did you kind give of, him your that... phone number and page? He kind of nods a thank you but as, as you leave. Okay, so as you step out onto the street you you see two individuals that you would not probably expect to see on this kind of street loitering ahead in front of you i throw a fireball at them what jesus christ do you yes <laughs> i mean i'm tempted to actually. all of the yes uh, i mean do you well you just did didn't you no you just, did. Yeah, you just did well you just he did how about how about we Stop it right there. <laughs> As a and you can all have a nice think about what, whether what you, you want to did. engage these 
people who might just be on their way home from work. I don't uh, react well to surprises. <laughs> like a startled cat. Okay. Hey, enough well. of the cat jokes. <laughs> <laughs> there we oh. go. So yeah. yeah, that's the that's the end of part one. Uh, quite a good place to stop, I think. Um, it's been quite a long session, so I, I do apologise to our regular listeners who are used to kind of hour-long episodes, etc. And I apologise to my fellow podcasters for keeping you going for quite so long. But it is a Christmas special, and we've we've got quite a lot to cover. So perhaps yeah, next week's we've a bit cram it in. <laughs> so she said, "Sorry, God." <laughs> Laughing at my own jokes. I'm not able to make jokes as Bob, so. <laughs> That's why everybody should funny. play a character like mine. Yeah, just massive <laughs> asshole. We all know a all know a person like um, Bunkle's character. Mm. We in fact all possibly know the same person. But yes, we uh, do. <laughs> <laughs> <That's beside laughs> I don't. So, oh, you've you got. Oh yeah. yeah. So um, you guys. <laughs> you wrap this up now then. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably a good point. Uh, to uh, Matt's point, as we said, this is the Christmas special, so we'll have a couple of episodes like this to, you know, make you uh, give you something a bit different over the holidays, and then we'll return to the regular. Yeah, so yeah, probably, probably, probably two or three like this, and then yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll probably head back to the normal, um, okay. leave off where our our other characters are stranded inside a mine, um, potentially about to be devoured. Left by Steve the Betrayer. Who is now on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, yes. I've already started arguing with him. <laughs> right. Time, it, time, time, time to slate him. Um, <laughs> um, yep, so on, on that note, if you've enjoyed listening to us, uh, please catch up on the rest of our back catalogue on uh, your favourite podcasting casting site. That may be Spreaker, whatever you've listened to this on, uh, iTunes, uh, Google Podcast. Uh, Spotify, you know, Pod wherever Podknife, Podknife, iHeartRadio, Podknife, wherever you find good podcasts, we will be among them. Are we on SoundCloud yet? Uh, I don't know. Are we on SoundCloud yet? No. no. <laughs> so, um, it's, not that it's obviously not a good podcasting place. Don't <laughs> go there. Precisely. Go everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, SoundCloud. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, if we, we've also got a website. That's more for our general. Um, day-to-day campaigning on gtmp but there might be a few um a few mentions of this side story over there maybe a few pictures maybe a shot of the map as well uh once we've updated that that's on our wordpress sites uh we've also got a twitter and we've got a facebook as well which we do occasionally update uh our our twitter is handle at um treason no and uh we will have character accounts over there um under our usual character and under our usual character names uh gtmp are so on the gram yet? uh on the gram yet i don't think we are on the gram yet no i remember bunkle mentioned something about setting that up and then i don't think he ever did we could be in string at some point um we we will we will try to make our way across all the forms of social media though we all despise them like some uh, sort of growing infection we will spread everywhere and then you'll just find nothing but us yes and it will be awesome it will be awesome you'll love it uh, <laughs> uh yeah and that's all for me we'll be we'll be carrying on again um next episode will be some more of this if you enjoyed it i really hope you have let us know if you have uh i'll then pass over to my colleagues to give their usual sign-offs and if maggie'd like to say anything as well 
Yeah, uh, as always, thank you for joining us. It's been fun doing something a little bit different, and we hope you've all enjoyed it. Uh, as Matt said, you can find myself at At Trees and No, that's the account I run. Uh, so if you want to say hello, go find me there. Yeah, and as usual, if you've enjoyed listening to me and as I do think my voice is the finest. <laughs> uh, you can find me on the Lost Art of Podcasting and the Lost Art of Wrestling podcast. And don't forget, if you do fancy meeting me in person, you might one day see me at the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston. <laughs> just, yeah, just, it, it helps to specify where it is. Preston. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that Preston, yeah. Alabama or Preston, UK? Preston, UK. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm really weird at this because normally I follow uh, Matt, so I'm trying to Google words again, guys. Something beginning with F, like fetus or funny, flora. Anyone got anything? I was gonna say, you, you, you scared everybody when you just came out with first words you can think of beginning with F is fetus. <laughs> no, the first um, word I Googled <laughs> came up with fetus. Okay? Do not think that's my. Yeah, fuck you. What are you doing? <laughs> that is my, my phrase for beginning with F. Fuck you. There we are. <laughs> Maggie? Uh, uh, well, how do I follow that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard love to say uh, so i mean f- fetus is that how you say goodbye uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you very much for having me i look forward to part two um and if you're interested in tweets about the x factor and the apprentice uh you can follow me on mapgy but i doubt that'll be interesting to any of your listeners you never know you never know yeah. yeah, I mean they listen to my tweets about The Apprentice. So. Oh, and photographs of my cat, which is also Adam's cat, but mm. he's mine. Oh, which is quite often on on Trees and Now actually. He <laughs> is the unofficial official mascot of the podcast, and he's yeah. bloody gorgeous. Yes, <laughs> the cat. He's very very photogenic. Yes, we 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 have uh, gorgeous cats too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cat off now, I see. And on that note, yes, feline friends, uh, we uh, shall bid you adieu. Please join us again for the next part of this one shot. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.